people we're back the last show at the rio dino you there brother yeah man how are you i'm all right dude what's going on solving the world's problems one podcast at a time man uh, yeah i hear that watching anything recently or um what have i been watching i mean you know there's not a lot man like everybody fucking just annoys me so i can't really anything that's current i can't really watch yeah. Um, I tried watching that show Sinner with uh, Lone Star. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched one episode. I don't know how I feel about it. So I will probably have to give it another shot. Have you, did you see it? From I, I saw the first season. The one with Jessica Biel. Is it worth watching? The first season was. I kind of dropped out after that. But each okay. season... Okay, I, mean, I saw the... Uh, the... Go ahead, sorry. Each season is kind of its own encapsulating story. So you can watch, like, the first season and then, you know, say, fuck it. Yeah, I said, well, I noticed that, that they had, na- like, that the each season had a name, so I was just like, oh, I'm like, this could be interesting. So I watched that, mm-hmm. and then... <laughs> You know what I watched, dude? Um, did you see the Night Stalker on Netflix? No, I haven't. Dude, I haven't. That you was need the to uh, watch Ramirez. That, right? that was yeah. excellent. Uh, and I'm not a serial killer aficionado, man. But I was like, I mean, not that it was good, but it was horrible. But right. It was like super interesting. Yeah, the other day, dude. I don't know why. I was just kind of jonesing for some like nostalgia feel and something very non-politically correct. I like where this is headed. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? And I looked up and freaking I watched the original Bad News Bears. Well, that's that's classic. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, this is well, and I'm sitting there watching is going well, the movie itself is pretty tame, except for like one character who is real, you know, crazy <laughs> over the top. And little Tanner, uh, Tanner Boyle. Yeah. And I'm like, man, the things he said will not <laughs> fly over today. And that was like a PG movie back then, you know. Yeah. I'm like, man. But I never knew that the guy who wrote it was the son of Burt Lancaster. Is that right? Yeah. I knew the last name was Lancaster, and I just never connected the two. Yeah, well, why would you? You wouldn't think that. Right, and evidently, reading up on it, it was kind of a story about him and his dad and how 
you know, Burt Lancaster evidently was like a an angry, critical drunk. Okay. But they kind of were involved in baseball, little league, and stuff like that together, and it's like. So I thought that was pretty interesting. But watching the movie, you know, because did you ever play little league? No. Okay. I didn't either. Actually, I played one practice, <laughs> got blasted in the face with a baseball, said, fuck this, and never came back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was my little I was not career. the... Bro, you've known me for a long time. I'm not the team sport kind of guy. <laughs> no, no. But <clears throat> my oldest brother was really involved in Little League and stuff. And I remember back in the day, you know, the dugout smelling like man sweat and like old Schwitz, you know? Oh, absolutely. And like Schaefer cans everywhere, you know? Cigarette butts, sunflower seeds. I mean, <laughs> yeah. it, you know, those dugouts were on all of our school <laughs> property. So we, when, the, when nobody was playing, you were in there for gym class. Yeah. So, it was just like, yeah, I smelled, I saw the movie, felt it, and smelled it all at the same time, you know? And I'm like, yeah, that's some feels right there. Yep, I give, yeah, I, I agree. And, I, dude, I, I'm a big yeah. fan of Walter Matthau, so if, oh, yeah. if he's in it, I'm showing up. <laughs> yep. And then, uh, it wasn't, oh, no, it was, it was like when it first came out, I saw the remake, and, you know... It, it was what it was. You know, I, I... It was serviceable. You know, Billy Bob Thornton isn't Walter Matthau. No, not, not by any means. You know. I mean, it was dir- uh, directed by R- Richard Linklater, who was a good director. You know, he did, like, uh, Dazed and Confused. Dazed and Confused. And stuff like um, that. What's the? I can't remember the the second part of Days of Confusion. Oh, um, everybody wants some. Yeah. 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 So you know, it it was capable, but it was it was what it was. It would probably fall in my middle tier. You know, one. Not quite a zero on my sliding scale, but a one. So it's not quite my minus five of I absolutely hate this piece of crap. Right. <laughs> and right. plus five of I love this movie. But just on that, eh, it was a film. I would put it on if I was doing dishes or something, you know? Well, that's pr- one is that's, pr- that's pretty bad. Yeah. It's, that's it, pretty bad. I mean, I yeah, saw it one it, time. I can't see any reason why I would need to see it again. Right. Right. I mean, you you don't have uh, Jackie Earl Haley as Kelly Leak. You certainly don't have uh, Tatum O'Neill. No. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I, no, might be, I might be due for that one. Yeah, and you don't, and you don't, you don't replace Vic Morrow for Greg Kinnear. How do you, how do you even do that? Uh, 
That would be like replacing Robert Shaw as Quint with like Tom Hanks. That is blasphemous. I, I, you know, and and Tom Hanks is good for what Tom Hanks is good for, but you wouldn't make him a Quint. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So you are you are illy equipped to for that role. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, so that kind of got me going on, you know, back to the remake thing, because I know we tried this about two years ago, and this was the infamous audio issue. That this we was the having. echo chamber. <laughs> yeah, and it was like, oh, yeah, what, what are we doing? We're, we're doing this podcast from the commode in, in a yeah. freaking... <laughs> Hooters or something. I don't know what that was. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay, so what approach are we... Uh, well, okay, so we had a conversation a while ago, like you just said, about remakes. Right. Now, what exactly is our... Are we? Do we have the same aim here? Like, we are going to just shit on remakes? Well, here's what I'm thinking. Let's talk about, mainly, our five worst remakes. Okay, I can, I can, Hope, sure I can come up with some off the top of my head. Okay, hopefully coming up with a list of ten remakes. Providing we don't Double, which we probably will. So I have a few that are kind of honorable mentions to fill in those gaps. Horrible, horrible mentions. Horrible mentions. Horrible mentions. And obviously the ones that you and I both agree on will be at the top of this list. Yeah, they get fast-tracked. Okay. And then we will kind of talk them out and come up with our our ten really shitty remakes. Okay, now, remakes, because, you know, the terminology is fucking all over the place. Okay. Now, I guess remake, reboot, you know, if, not that it would be on this list, but say, like, Friday the 13th, 2009, that would right. be a kind of a retelling, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I would qualify that as a remake. Okay. Not now, the, obviously, like you said, not for this list because right. that is a good movie. <laughs> so now, what about? Okay, there's twenty different versions of Dracula, and that's me being uh, conservative. Right. right. I wouldn't put Dracula two thousand. As a remake of Dracula. Because that's just if, cocky. If we're going by the standard of... Browning's Dracula being Dracula. Is that our standard? I would assume that a that's Dracula the Prime. Right. Yeah. So, even Bram Stoker's, I certainly would... It's a different... Same story. I mean, same character, same legend. But a different... Okay, that, I just wanted to clarify that. Not that 
right. that's going to be anywhere on here. But I just wanted to see exactly where we were. So we're talking remake, reboot, yeah. rehashed crap. Rehashed crap. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. My number five. I'm going with Psycho. The Vince Vince Vaughn. The psycho. Vince Vaughn Psycho. Um, I can definitely get on board with that. The reason I'm going with number five is it is completely pointless. Completely, Vince Vaughn might have been a great Norman Bates, providing this wasn't the you know a remake. Isn't it literally shot for shot? It is a shot for shot remake with a few superimposed things. From what I understand, I think the concept of the movie was uh, Van Zandt saying, can we do an effective shot for shot remake of Psycho? And the answer is no, you cannot, because you just tried and failed. What's uh, the even point of that? Like, what, why, I, why would you even bother? I don't know. Why not You're take that and make a, make a different... Make a, make a whole other movie. I mean... And he was hey, somebody who was trying to be edgy, man. That's what, yeah. that's what, it, that's what that, that was. That it's was someone trying to be an artist before being a storyteller. Exactly. What are you drinking, Canty? Yep, my Hannibal uh, Lecter juice. <laughs> but... So, yeah, I mean, like I said, Vince Vaughn, I, I like Vince Vaughn. I like, I, I like Vince Vaughn, there, too. There's no reason for me to dislike this movie. Vince Vaughn, okay. William H. Macy, I like him, too. Agreed. Viggo Mortensen, I like him. What is there to dislike? Uh, I don't really care for Julianne Moore. Yeah, okay. I mean, I don't hate her like I want to cut her head off. Honestly, I forgot she... That yeah, I don't know. She was, yeah. Sometimes she's good. A lot of times her face just irritates me, and I don't want to hear you speak. <laughs> Anne Heche, she's like water to me. I, there's no taste <laughs> at all. Well, and it makes it even worse because of look who is in that role originally. Oh, yeah. Like, you... Really? Like, you're not even on par. Like, you couldn't have gotten yeah. somebody a little better? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that is my my number five. <laughs> She's like water. She, the whole movie's like water. It's like, uh, uh, why? That was a waste of two hours of my time. And damn it, it was actually a waste of about 20 bucks, because I saw that thing in the theater. Oh, my condolences. Yeah. Well, you know what else? When Vince Vaughn does, when he shows up at the end, when he's like in the, the Mother Bates outfit. Yeah. That was a little, mm-hmm. that was just not right. And not in the same way that Anthony Perkins was. It was just kind of like, oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Vaughn in a dress. Yeah. I mean, I, I do want to see uh, Freaky, that one that is in. I want to see that. That looks amusing. And, oh and, yeah, and I want to see that too. And I loved him in uh, Bro and Cell Black uh, '99. 
I think it was. That is a really good movie. And pretty brutal. So, if you have a chance, see that. Okay. Now, yeah. what, now that you're putting this at number five. Like, this... Now, is your number five the biggest pile of shit? No. Or it's, it's the least pile of shit? Least. I... I don't know if I have a least pile of shit. Okay. Um, I tell you what, do what you do, but make your number one your number one. Okay. Um. House on Haunted Hill. Oh. Clearly not the Vincent Price one. No. Uh. Is this the one with? Famke Jansen, is she in that one? Yeah, she's okay. in it, and like Chris Kattan. Uh-huh, yeah, this and, was that uh, Ghost House era, where they were like remaking all of like the William Castle films. And stuff. Yeah, and they, what did they do, in all that time period, they did 13 Ghosts, they did The, the Haunting. Uh, yeah. Which, that might be, I don't know, if that might be a tie with this one, because that one was pretty <laughs> fucked up too. But, my biggest problem, I'm not, well, it's not my biggest problem, but I like Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. But I don't like Jeffrey Rush doing his best impersonation of Vincent Price. Yeah. And wasn't his name even Mr. Price in that? Um, I can, I think you are correct. I saw this movie once back in the day and I was like what the fuck is happening in this movie <laughs> it just didn't it didn't make any sense right. it was like it was alright it was 1999 mm-hmm. and who else is in it Tay Diggs mm-hmm. see you know I get that and the haunting confused because I want to say like uh Owen Wilson, but I think he was in The Haunting. Owen Wilson was in The Haunting, and he and, uh, was one of my biggest contention. Uh, ugh. I, I don't like Owen Wilson. Uh-huh. He, he just bothers me. <laughs> and I don't know, dude. The, you know, the, the Vincent Price character, he like owns an amusement park and friggin' it's all this amount of money to spend the night in a haunted house. <coughs> but wasn't it like a haunted house that was, was like, used like to be the, like an insane asylum or fucking something like that? Yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, Peter Gallagher, Ali Larder. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh my God. How is Lisa Loeb? Oh. Can't get more 90s than that. You say. <laughs> oh, Bridget Wilson, she's in this too. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah dude, this wow. was just a. Bridget Wilson. With the, exception, with the exception of the title and the fact that he's doing an impersonation of Price and they have to spend the night in the house, there is no similarity between this and the other movie. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. Yeah, and he was indeed Mr. Price, yeah. 
it missed the price, you know. Yeah. <coughs> okay. Yeah, I saw that. I think I saw that once in the theater too. Um, at that point, I was wa I was watching everything in the movie theater. This was pre marriage and pre kids. And Dude, that's 1999. That's pre a lot of things. And I was living in Florida, so yeah, I was going to movies all the damn time. <laughs> Florida man goes to the movies. You know, well, I almost feel like I should... Do, I mean, I feel like this and The Omen... I mean, not The Omen. The, um... Uh, the Haunting are like equal pieces of shit and I don't think I could put one in front of the other. Right. But, you know, mm -hmm. like, the the Haunting wasn't super terrible if it had been on its own and uh, Owen Wilson wasn't in it. Mm-hmm. But if you compare that one mm -hmm. to the original one... Right. Like, that is literally a piece of dog shit cooking in the sun. Like, it is right. horrific. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah that, that was a Kepper waste of Zeta an hour and Jones a half. in it, too, right? In which one? Uh, a Haunting of Hill House. The, the Haunting, rather. The original one or the remake? The remake. It was uh, Liam Neeson, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Right. Owen Wilson, Lily Taylor. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, like you said, those two are kind of like... Like, I have a hard time now, currently, picking between what is a conjuring film and what is an insidious film. Like, they kind of blur to me. Probably. I don't even know if I've ever seen any of the Insidious films. I've seen The Conjurings, and some of them are pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they kind of mesh together. And I can't say they're bad, because honestly, I don't remember them. Like, if I were to watch them again, it would almost be like I watched them for the first time. So, they didn't last, leave an impression. But, anyhow, let me find my number four... Because I jumped, I, because I remember this list that I have here is a lot different than the list I had two years ago. Just because I've seen things and I, opinions have changed and I've seen other worse things. So. Okay, well then to give you the heads up is that mine probably has not changed all that much. Mm -hmm. Because I refuse to watch these fucking things anymore. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. In order for me... There might be way worse uh, remakes out there, but if I didn't watch it, at least a half hour of it, I wasn't going to put it on the list. Because that's, I can't just go, oh, the Point Break remake sucks. Which it most likely does, but well, I wasn't going to give it the time of day. Okay, so then after we compile this list, let's have a sub-list of remakes that are you just looked at it and went go fuck yourself <laughs> okay cause fair I got enough. a whole string of those <clears throat> fair enough okay my number four The Stepford Wives oof 
The Frank Oz directed Stepford Wives. I like Frank Oz. I grew up loving the, uh, the Muppets. And his comedies are really good. I walked out of this film really kind of aggravated because I love the original Stepford Wives. I think it's creepy as hell. I have it on Laserdisc. To this day, I still have it on Laserdisc. And that's what I wanted to see. And I got this, like, comedy force thing. And I'm like, huh? So, it may have been a clever movie had I not watched and loved the original so much. So, that's why that's only in a four and not higher up for me. Who else is in that? Is Nicole Kidman and who? Mm-hmm. Nicole Kidman, uh, Christopher Walken, um... Crap, so you, I haven't seen it since the theater. But, uh, let me see. What else we got? Bette Midler. Oh, fuck her. <laughs> oh, man. Matthew Broderick. Glenn Close. Um, John Lovitz. I mean, you know, regardless of how I feel about Bette Midler, I find her abrasive and annoying. Yeah. But... There, there was a decent cast of people. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely was. And like I said, it might have been okay. But it was such a departure from the original movie. Like, they made it a kind of like a slapstick comedy almost. Right, yeah, Where, I remember that. Now, the other film was like the mood was like dark and disturbing in the original movie. Well, you know, that's what they do. They take these things and they fuck them up and they turn them into a joke. Because, And you know what it is? Because who are you going to get to play these movies that you can take seriously? Right. You know what I mean? Like... I mean, apparently, it, what has it got, 5.3 stars? Mm-hmm. You know, so you're not the only one who didn't like it. No. Have you ever seen the original? Uh, like a million years ago. Okay. Yeah, I mean, and it ended on like a, a note, you know, basically, these people move into a community... And the women all seem to be very, you know, servant, you know, serving to their husbands and all this. And it turns out, plot twist, the movie is almost 50 years old, that all the wives have been taken and turned into robots. And the end is truly just disturbing 
Because you want this girl to get out, and then the next thing you know, boom, she's walking through a supermarket as a mind-numb, glassy-eyed robot. And then the critics just roll. And you're sitting there going, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know? It, it wasn't this whole, you know, happy ending, blah, blah, blah crap, you know? And well, you know, they got to sugarcoat shit for, all, for everybody now. Yeah. You know, it's friggin'. I don't know, dude. It's a fucking mess. What are you drinking over there, guy? I got uh, SoCo and cream soda. SoCo and cream soda. Yep. That is an interesting. Oh, it works, man. I'm sure it does. Yeah, I didn't have anything coffee based. I was wondering. I was like, <laughs> where's the coffee? <laughs> but yeah, so that is Dino's number four. All right. Uh, okay, shitty, shitty remakes. Uh, I'm going to have to go Poseidon. Oh, okay. Dude. Now, I have many, many, many problems with this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the original one. I know that you were rather fond of it, too. Oh, yes. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. In the Poseidon Adventure, the Poseidon is on its final voyage. Yeah. I don't remember where the hell they're going. So that means that this is an outdated ship. It is mm-hmm. past its prime. This is it. We're at the end. Right. Right? Yep. Okay. This is also t- also takes place in what year? What is the Poseidon Adventure? Oh, 70-something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So if the boat is getting retired in 1970-something, hypothetically, mm-hmm. this is obviously an older ship, and it is in no way equipped as a boat like that would be in modern times. Right. Right? Yeah. So... In the beginning of this movie, they go through this whole friggin' thing about how the Poseidon is this technological advancement and there is nothing on Earth that can touch it. It is essentially the aquatic version of the Death Star. (laughs) Okay? It is a technological terror, except it's a boat. Right. So... How are you going to explain to me, how are you going to rationalize that this magnificent vessel with all this technology gets, has a wave sneak up on them like a Central Park mugger? Like, how is, how, how does that happen? (laughs) Right. That, that, that makes zero sense. And then, obviously, I mean, the cast was pretty good. I mean, it was, uh, was it Kurt Russell, mm-hmm. Richard Dreyfus, Emmy, what's her, what's her last name? Emmy Rossum. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Dillon. And, 
okay, here's my problem. Mm-hmm. Jacinda Barrett. Do you remember Jacinda Barrett? Uh, let me see. Oh. Jacinda Barrett was on, I think, the third or fourth season of The Real World. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I, 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 was it the... Was it London? Was she in the London sea? I don't know. I mean, that's a long time ago. Yeah, it was. But how am I supposed to take this fucking seriously when you got some chick from the real world on there? Right. Like, it's just stupid. Everything mm-hmm. about this movie was friggin' stupid. Mm-hmm. Not, all the characters were completely unlikable. Even kind of Kurt Russell was just ridiculous. He, Because wow. he is a cent... All right, so who is Kurt Russell's equivalent in... The Poseidon Adventure. Is it Gene Hackman? I would guess. Uh, I, okay. I, yeah. Gene Hackman is a. He's like a minister, and he's like a badass. Hmm. And then they made Kurt Russell, and uh, again, gotta love Kurt Russell, but he was like, I don't know. He was like all hyped up, like he was like a a former mayor, and a. New York City firemen, and they were just kind of blowing sunshine up his ass, and I was, and then I don't know one of the other characters I don't remember what I was like a Navy SEAL diver or something, and it's just like, dude, you replaced Shelley Winters, oh man, yeah. with a fucking co- like a commando guy, and it, dude, I don't know, it, it was fucking stupid. Every two seconds, something was exploding. Like, isn't this a passenger ship? Like, what are you carrying C4 on this fucking thing? Why is everything <laughs> blowing up? You know, and then the worst part about this is that after I watched it and when I when I and I watched it just once because I needed to find out for myself. Right. When I was looking at the reviews, people were saying that this movie was not a remake. Hmm. And I sh- and that you just take it as it is, as it's its own movie. No, it is the exact same fucking plot. It is yeah. a boat that is out for a ride on New Year's Eve. It's the same fucking plot, and it gets hit by a wave. It turns over, and now it's a group of people that are trying to make their way from the top of the boat to the fucking bottom of the boat. Is that, is that, or is that not the Poseidon Adventure? Okay, wait. I actually found the review you're talking about. Okay. Now, I will read the first paragraph. It is important to point out that this film is only based on the Poseidon Adventure. Not a remake. It is not a remake. When a passenger ship named Poseidon is hit by a large wave on New Year's Eve and capsizes a handful of people struggle to escape. Other than that, do not expect any similarities. Other than the fact that this is the Poseidon Adventure, <laughs> this is not a remake of the Poseidon Adventure. What the... Oh. <laughs> what in the actual fuck are you talking about, my man? Other than that it is the exact same plot synopsis, 
it's not the same. <laughs> not at all. Wow. I, this is the this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Like, this person should have spoken to a friend before they <laughs> before they posted that online. You fucking dumbass. You know what? Other, this is probably the same guy that wrote that article on uh, Jason Goes to Hell. <laughs> saying, aside from the fact that it completely removes any similarity to Friday the 13th, it's still a great Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> nah. Dude, what a fucking putz. <laughs> My dude, what are you doing to me? No. Wow. Yeah, that's that's all. It was a dude. It was a garbage movie. It was just. If I don't know, it. I I appreciate the effort to update the movie, but you fucked up more than you didn't. Mm-hmm. So, that's yeah. why it makes it on my list. And again. The first one, the original one is so good. I mean, I understand that you had, you know, something that you needed to friggin' live up to, but you failed fucking miserably. Wow, yeah. And I I haven't even seen it, so I, I will absolutely take your word for that. Because like you said, I, I yeah, I do love this one. All right, where am I at? Five, four, three. All right, this is where we're getting into some trash right now. Now, I'm. All right, I'm. No, I'm calling an audible. I had something for three that I'm moving to two, and I'm moving my two to three. Okay. So, and you may hate me for actually making this change. Because my number three does deserve two like hate. But I find something in this one that keeps it from being my number two. Okay, what's up? Okay, my number three is the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. Which I would, at the, if you ask me... Go to my real quick Spitfire without thinking, knee jerk reaction. What is the worst remake horror remake out there? I will say Nightmare on Elm Street. Until I start thinking about it. Okay. Because it did add a level to the film. Meaning, okay, Jackie Earl Haley. Like I said, I love him as Kelly Leakes. He was not good at spreading. And I think it was because of the material he was given. I agree with you. My problem is... And Katie Cassidy was in this. I like her. But not in this. The film completely wastes Clancy Brown. How do you have a movie with Clancy Brown and you're wasting him? I don't know. What the hell are you thinking? That's your heavy hitter right there, is Clancy yeah. Brown. Dude, you got him as like a cop. You could have made him freaking 
you know, like the John Saxon type character. Yeah. But played Clancy Brown wise, because John Saxon is very subtle in his acting. Yeah, but John, he's, I, he's I love John Saxon. Man. I do. But you've got that intensity of Clancy Brown, and you could have really had something. But no, you waste him. He he sits in the car and yells at someone once. Whatever. The thing that makes us a little better than my other two is they gave a different element to Freddy and actually put even more culpability on the parents. Freddy was in the West Craven one, Freddy was a child killer. That's all they said. Right. They implied that he was a molester. I mean, obviously, he's like flipping his tongue out and you're my, I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy, and all Yeah, this. but you couldn't, and you, you didn't really want to, if you came out and said that. Yeah. At when the, the original that one came out, little, that's that's a fucking you're that's a rated X, right? Nowadays, for some reason, and, and and I'm not saying that it isn't horrible, but it almost seems worse to be a molester than it does to be a child killer in societal type of things. Like, oh, he. He killed the kids. Well, were they molested? No. Well, thank God for that. Kind of thing. And it's like, well... I think they're both kind of horrible. And I'm uh, not, They are definitely yeah, both horrible. And I'm not... Yeah, I'm not diminishing sex abuse. Mind you. But I think by making him... Because the kids didn't remember anything ever happening to he never killed the kids while he was alive. He he, he may have diddled them a little bit. Yeah, he was a kid a, fucker. A lot of bit, mind you. I'm not I'm not downplaying this, people. But by killing him, as opposed to putting him through due process, they made him a a, a dream demon and quasi sem, you know demigod. The parents created something worse with Freddy. Okay. As a plot point, I agree with you. Right. And that's all I'm giving you. But that's because that's all there is. Yeah, no. Because the, the rest, rest of this movie, movie was a doodle. fucking shit stain. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You know, and, and I definitely, yeah, uh, Kelly Leak. It was definitely... He definitely got fucked with the material. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. The other thing is, and I've said this a million times before, I know, you know, the standard argument is that nobody other than Robert can play Freddy. Right. And for a lot of reasons, I do agree with that. Because mm-hmm. all your all of our other favorite killers, they're all wearing a mask, and nobody's talking. Yeah. Right. So, after playing that many movies, Robert England is fucking Freddy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It is all his mannerisms. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, at this point in time, if I have CGI young Luke Skywalker and friggin' 
CGI Princess Leia. Can't we just CGI Robert's face onto uh, a stunt double? Right. There's that. And somebody, you know, who hasn't had a lobotomy needs to write a script for this. Mm -hmm. And I know there was... uh, there was a rumor floating around a while back that Kevin Bacon was interested in playing Freddy. Mm-hmm. I would actually be interested in seeing that. And I want them to unleash Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Do not do not shackle Kevin Bacon to what you think. I think you need to let Kevin Bacon swing for the fences. Because right. I think he could do it. And I think continuity-wise, we can even keep it in the same universe. Freddy is in a dream. Freddy has tried to take bodies over before. We know this. So, could they... Yeah, this might be blasphemy, whatever. Do something kind of like what they were doing in Jason Goes to Hell with Freddy. He finds a new vessel. Or kind of like how um, in Supernatural with uh, Lucifer. Yeah. Or something, you know. He can change it. Why not? It's in the dream world. Wasn't that the big draw? Is anything can happen? As well, not as... only that, but didn't... I feel like... Didn't Robin England pitch... Didn't he have an idea that was kind of like that? Like Freddy could just inhabit another vessel? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you he know. even went into... Uh, what was his name? Freeburg. The stoner in Freddy vs. Jason. He went into his body. That's right. So there is precedent for this. See? Solving the world's problems. One That's it. Dude, that that time, it, people. It, it could work. It could definitely yeah. work. Yep. So, yeah. That's my number three. Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. Um... I've got a lot of instant fuck yous when it comes to remakes. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if... I don't have a lot to say about this. Mm-hmm. But I watched it out of... You know when you need to just watch something that is completely fucking brain dead? Yep. Um, the Hustle. Oh, okay. The Hustle is uh, Anne Hathaway and Rebel... What's her name? Rebel Wilson? Rebel Williams? Uh, Rebel, Rebel Wilson, yeah. Rebel Wilson. Okay. It is a remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Oh, Dude. Oh. I don't even... Do I even need to 
No. To I'm, go I'm, any further? I'm offended just by that because I kind of forgot this existed. I think I remember watching it. I think I texted you right after I watched it, and I was like, "Dude, this is the worst thing I have ever seen." <laughs> I, it, dude, it was ah, uh, it was it was so terrible. I mean, I don't really Anne Hathaway. I can kind of take or leave. Mm-hmm. Um. She, you know what she reminds me of, and I think this is why she kind of rubs me the wrong way. It's not that she is a bad, uh, like she delivers a bad performance, but she reminds me of like one of those fucking stuck-up theater kids mm-hmm. that was like in the school play and like thought they were the shit, and you just wanted to fucking punch them in the neck, like you know you. Just, you know what I mean? Like, just that snob. Yeah. So, that always kind of bothers me about her. And then Rebel Wilson, I don't understand. I, I don't... She's not funny. And she, she's like... She's not even unfunny and charming. She's just like... Bleh. She... I, I just don't... Whatever. You, you suck. I, I, go away. Just go away. I know they keep telling me that you're funny, but you're not. Hmm. Right. The, you know, and first of all, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is a classic. But the oh, thing yeah. is, is that Dirty Rotten Scoundrels is also a remake. Right. So you've got no excuse because you have a movie that's already been made once that is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, it's clearly not the movie's fault. It's your fault. Right. The premise works. <laughs> the, it's it, been the tried premise twice. has been proven to work. Right. The only credit that I will give this movie, and again, I'm coming back to Anne Hathaway, is that the character that she put on, not that it was. Not that I liked it, but I was impressed with where she took it. Right. So I'll I'll give her credit for that. But other other than that, this movie is a complete fucking pile of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and credit what Curtis do. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels was directed by Frank Oz. So yeah, he he is a quality filmmaker. Yeah, I, you know. <laughs> I saw shit. I saw something else recently that he did. I can't fucking remember what it was. Dude, Death at a Funeral was pretty fucking funny. The British one, not the. I mean, the other one was alright too, but it, it had already been done. But that was pretty funny. Wait a minute. What did I see? That Frank Oz friggin'. Shit, I feel like it was... I feel like it was... Joe... Shit. I'll, I'll think of it eventually. Okay, so... That was your number three? That was my number three. Okay. 
So you had the haunting, Poseidon, and the hustle. Okay, got it. Okay, so my number two. My number two is Poltergeist. Oh boy. Uh, yeah. And I'm thinking when I first made this list, I think it might have been my number one. It is now my number two. Because I saw a movie this year that <laughs> put it out of the top contender spot. That was even worse than Poltergeist. Yeah. Oh and boy. In, you know, and I was... I was kind of supportive of this movie when it first came out. I wasn't a hater on it because I'm not going to hate a remake for a remake's sake because there certainly is a fair share of great ones. But people, oh, they're making it a kiddie film. It's PG-13. I'm like, idiot. The original Poltergeist was rated PG. Well, it was, in, so, in the defense of that argument, that movie was PG because we weren't pussies. Right. That, yeah, that is true. That is true. And damn it, it's a Spiel, you know, a Spielberg-produced film. And if he's going to... Go to the ratings board and say, uh, I want it to be PG. They're going to find a way to make it PG. Yeah. Because he's Spielberg, even at that point, back in 82. But, dude, you had Sam Rockwell. I'm always ready to cheer on Sam Rockwell. I, I agree. I am a fan of Sam Rockwell. Yeah, okay. Let's get this going. So, all right. Can, and I'm going to throw something in here which is completely off topic, but the fact that Sam Rockwell is with Leslie Bibb mm -hmm. makes me like that situation even more. I know it's fucking stupid. <laughs> but, damn, dude. I... Uh, hmm. I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, nothing makes sense. I, yeah. They move into this house, and it happens to have a creepy clown in the house. And that clown was a lot creepier than the original Freeling clown. And it just happened to be in the house, and you didn't throw that shit away before? Well, dude, I, and I think I might have said this to you the last time. Let's put on... <laughs> Let's pretend that you and your wife, or me and my wife, walk into that house... <laughs> And we're scoping the place, and you open that closet door, and there's that fucking devil clown in the in the closet. Right. The phrase, "Oh, it's okay, we can keep it," or whatever the fuck that goes on in that scene, that does not even occur to you. No. The the, the wife looks at us, and is just mm. like, "Okay, look, <laughs> I'm gonna keep the kids out there." Get this fucking thing out of the house. <laughs> Bury it under the garage. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know who they thought they were kidding with that shit. No. No, no, no. No. And then... Then they take Tangina. 
Zelda Rubenstein. You love Tangina. Of course you do. She, I mean, that's Tangina. You want to pick her up and, like, carry her around like a... Yeah, she, you know. Zelda was awesome. And they turn her into hipster crybaby Quint. Now, who? I don't remember who played that role. I don't even remember. Oh, I don't know. It was fairly... I just remember being really excited to watch this. Mm-hmm. And me and Kat, you know, we're, we're sitting on the couch and we're watching it. And then as soon as it was over, we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, what the fuck, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Oh, man. And we instantly had to put the other one on. Yeah. It was you, like, dude, you, I need to cleanse my palate. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You need a palate cleanser, yeah. You know, oh. That's what I did with... Uh, well, Dang. no, because the first... The, actually, the first chapter of the It remake I liked. But the second I watched it, I came home and I put on the Tim Curry one. Dude, could there have been a more dynamic opposition to each other than chapter one and chapter oh, two. Oh, what a... I, Dude, that, I've had bowel movements that were more... Ex- oh, that made more sense than that second part. Fuck that movie. That was what a, a letdown. Made it, had they given... Uh, I forgot his name. The guy that made the film. He made Mama too. Uh, which was a decent movie. Had they given him enough money to do the entire book and then said, we're going to release it in two parts, like Kill Bill or whatever, even waiting a year, eight months, a year, whatever, that way you had the same tone throughout the whole movie. It would have been so much better. Uh, Dude, the other problem with that is... Some, a lot of the CGI that was involved, not necessarily Pennywise, right, was just like, mm-hmm. eh. well, you would have gotten, you would have gotten rid of the problem of the whole de aging thing with the kids. Had yeah. you shot the whole damn thing, you know, at one time, you know, yeah, like Lord of the Rings too. I mean, this shit's been done before. And, yeah, and then it was just, I didn't get the whole scene in the beginning with the with the gay bashing. To me, that seemed like something that was kind of thrown in there. Oh, it absolutely just was. Just for an extra here, and it's like, I, I, there was no payoff to me with that at no. all. I mean, had Pennywise went and... I don't know. I'm like, that just made no, no sense. And then it was like, okay, we can't split up. You know, we're stronger together. Okay, let's go and split up and do our side quest like a video game. What the? What? What the hell? Dude, let's let's just but, stop anyway, this right here. Yeah. Because we could, at some yeah. point, maybe let's do a, com- really get into this. But mm-hmm. as far as Poltergeist, who was the... Was it the the woman or was it the guy that w- replaced Zelda? The guy, Jared Harris. I think so. Who the fuck really? is that? I don't know. 
But yeah, it was just yeah. They, oh, he plays Professor Moriarty in the in the Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, okay. I actually haven't seen those either. Um, um, I mean, I probably will. They're they're entertaining if you accept them for the ridiculousness that they are. Right. But if you're like a like a like I've read all the books, like I'm a Holmes fan. Right. Yeah. It's it's silly. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that was Paul. The guys. That was my number two. So now it's your number two. My number two. <laughs> and this is literally number two. <laughs> Conan the Barbarian. Oh. Did you see it? Yeah, with Jason Momoa. What a fucking sack of shit. Okay, now let me ask you, because I know, just like you're a big Holmes fan, you're also a big uh, Robert Howard fan. Yes. Had it been Ator, Conqueror of the World, would you have found it a decent movie? No. Okay. Okay. So I didn't want to, you know, I didn't know whether it was just because it was Conan that... No. I mean, obviously I am, I I do have a bias because of, right. of Howard. I, you know, okay. I... I grew up with this shit. Right. Even before I saw the Arnold version. Right, yeah. Like my dad had all my dad had all the Conan books, all the mm-hmm. you know, all that sword and sorcery shit. My dad friggin' he owned yeah. that shit. The first set of artwork and all yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like I fucking So that's what I think of when I see Conan is the Frazetta covers. Yeah. So then I finally get to see uh, the Schwarzenegger one. And, dude, I... You know, I'm a little fucking kid, dude. And this is the first oh, yeah. time I've ever seen friggin' Arnold. I almost fucking shit my pants. Oh, yeah. I, it's just like, holy shit, like, that dude is a real person. You know, so... I, yeah, I have fucking sentimental... Sentimental shit towards Conan. Mm-hmm. But... And I... I put it off, like, when I first saw that it was coming out, I instantly was like, no. Right. Because, just no. But then, eventually, I gave in. Actually, I think I gave in when we started talking about doing this. Mm Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I was like, let me give that, let me give it a shot, and let me see what, let me see... You know, look at it objectively. Mm-hmm. Well, I did, and it's garbage. The movie starts out with Morgan Freeman doing the opening narration. Right now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's, it's hey, Morgan I got. Freeman. I am all f- about Morgan Freeman, dude. That guy's a yep. class act. He's yep. a good actor. He fucking delivers all the time. Yeah. But 
nothing says barbarian blood and guts like Morgan Freeman's smooth voice doing the narration. As Conan took the soul and chopped off his head, <laughs> blood flowed. It makes no sense. <laughs> right. Then, not only is Morgan Freeman completely out of place, but he is not in the movie otherwise. In the, the Arnold one, uh, the narrator is the voice of the wizard. Right, yeah. By that little that little dude, friggin' Mako. Yeah. So it made sense. He's a character in the movie. He has a relationship with Conan. He's telling the story. He says that in the beginning. But, right. That makes sense. Even if you were to do, like, fan service and have, like, James Earl Jones do the narration... I would have been okay would, with that. That would have been... I would have been okay with that. Because those of us would know. <laughs> wow. Yeah, we would have been like, yo, is that Tulsa Doom? <laughs> so, I have issues with that. Then the other thing is, after, because I have read these books, and even the comic books, the comic books back in the day were pretty good too. Mm-hmm. I didn't get Conan from this character. Right. I thought that this was like a fucking, um, I don't know. He was like some murderous backstreet boy in a fucking loincloth. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it was just like, I, you know, and you know, I don't have issues with Momoa. Right. I mean. I mean, I don't really give a shit about him. He did some. Uh, he did some werewolf movie. I think it was called Wolves. That was it was terrible, but it was good at the same time. But don't get me wrong, you're still that fucking dude from friggin' Baywatch. So, right. Uh, Schwarzenegger trumps Momoa ten out of ten times. You are looking at a larger than life character, other than a Ken doll with a sword. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then, um, Ron Perlman mm-hmm. plays Conan's dad. Okay. He completely goes to fucking waste. All he does, I, as far as I remember, he like does some like half-ass fucking C-section, and he's like screaming with the friggin' baby, and it's just like, dude, like this is fucking retarded, like. In the, the very brief time that Conan's dad is in the original movie, he makes a very lasting impression. Right. Like, he is an important character in this entire movie. Who I also, if I remember correctly, was also in Red Dawn. Oh, okay. Remember the, not the Cuban general, but the Russian general? Mm-hmm. That's I if I remember right. That's the guy who, who is Conan's father. So okay, there's no character development. All of the friggin' uh, all of the villains fucking 
I don't know. They they just fucking suck. I, I don't really understand what Rose McGowan's role was. I don't understand. It, it was Rose like they McGowan's threw in a sorceress because there was a sorceress in He-Man and there was like a sorceress in the Beastmaster and there was let's just put a sorceress in there. And it was fucking terrible because she looked like one of these fucking reject fucking goth chicks. Mm-hmm. That like got thrown up from the bank in Manhattan in like fucking 1999 in some fucking dumbass snake whore costume. And it just why, why? Right. And I don't dislike Rose McGowan. Mm-hmm. She, I feel, was working with what they gave her, which was a pile of shit. Right. So she totally like went over the top and overplayed the character. Again, I could be wrong. This is just me talking out my ass. But my biggest issue, I think, with this, other than the fact that the story was just lazy and fucking shitty, was that all the action sequences, which is what they relied on entirely, are fucking terrible. Mm -hmm. It is all choppy camera work. It is... Dude, when fucking Arnold went into the fight scenes... Yo, you knew some shit was happening right there. Mm-hmm. This was just like a mess. It was like a bad video game edit. It was right. it was it fucking garbage. Yeah. It, it ruined the fucking it totally ruined the fucking franchise. The only thing that can probably save this is if they fucking Jack Arnold full of fucking Deanna Ball and get that old bastard into a fucking Conan movie where he is old with a real script and a real director. Otherwise, right. it's fucking done. Yeah. Because who are you going to get to play that guy now? And don't tell me Dwayne Johnson, because that no. motherfucker is not Conan. No. You are the Scorpion he... King at best. Yeah, I mean, he even tried being Hercules, and that was no great shake either. Somebody told me to watch that, and I think I like watched the trailer, and I was like, no. Nah. Yeah, I... And I don't... I like The Rock. I do. For what he does. He's entertaining. I, I enjoy him, yeah. But, no. No. And I don't want to be a dick here, but... If anybody's Hercules, it's Steve Reeves. Steve Reeves is Hercules. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Reg Park is Hercules. Lou Ferrigno is Hercules. <laughs> and then I'm out of it. But I need to... Co- I need to... I need to circle back for a second. Um... What did you describe this as? Ator, Ator the what? I don't. I forgot what I said. I know there was a film Ator. And it is. And it's crazy that you said that. It is Ator the Fighting Eagle. Oh, okay. And it is one of those terrible fucking movies that I rented from Showtime Video. <laughs> it is phenomenally awful. I think it's on Prime. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. That's funny. Oh, yeah, Ator the Fighting Eagle. It's really bad. Oh, okay, it's got Miles O'Keefe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you need a, uh, a Bush League... Oh, oh that explain. This was one of those... Italian, like, 
sword and sorcery movies that came out around the time of Conan. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, it was a, a, a Joe Diamato movie, and it was you know written by him and uh, Michelle Suave and a lot of the guys that went on to do like uh, like the Italian Giallo and Italian slasher films. Yeah, they also did the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Miles O'Keefe did a bunch of films that ended up on like MST three thousand. I would not doubt that whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I knew the name Ator was floating around there somewhere. Uh, yeah, well, look at what look at what else is on uh, is in his filmography. Yeah, Blade, the Blade Master. I think I seen that one. Sword of the Valiant. I, I think I've seen that one. Too. Oh my God, Sean Connery's in that one. <laughs> with, uh, with Peter Cushing, and Ronald Lacey, and Jonathan Reese Davies. Oh gosh, yeah. So he's got a whole bunch of people from the Raiders of the from the Indiana Jones series. Yep. <laughs> wow. Yep. Oh, that's funny. That is great. Oh, man. Okay. I am on my number one. Yeah, this is the, the new one. Okay. And I... Uh, I held off on this and come out like two years ago. Oh, so this is a fresh pile of turd. Oh, yeah. And I held out for the reasons that I knew I wasn't going to like it. And then I said, you know what? The hell with it. You know, this is when, back in December, I was home, locked in for COVID, looking for something to do. something. The to sweet watch. and sour sniffles? Yep. Which I never had, but, you know, I was home anyway because they told me to. And I had HBO on my Prime package for a trial. And Blumhouse's Black Christmas showed up. Oh. And I'm like, you know what? I've dumped on this film enough without having seen it, and it's not fair. So let me give this a fair shot. I tried to clean my palate of everything I love about Bob Clark's movie. And then everything I learned to like about the campy as hell uh, early 2000s one. And go into like this. The, that's the Katie Cassidy one, right? Yeah. That's like, I think it was like 2006, maybe? Yeah, six or seven, yeah. Yeah, six. Okay. With, uh, what is that, Michelle Trachtenberg, I think, is in that one? Ah, uh, I think so. And so I learned to appreciate that one for what it was. So I said, okay, I can do the same thing here. Damn, this movie is horrible. Horrible. Man. You, you took one for the team with that, dude. Uh, I don't know. Dude. I'm like, okay, five seconds out of the block. There's pretty much a poster that goes on and says, 
Hey, middle-aged white guy, this film ain't for you. And we hate you. Okay, well, let me hear you out. Why do you hate me? And man, they just threw this whole thing on. About what? Well, was the reason because you're my dad and you won't give me any money? No, it's because I, me, evidently, want to mansplain and overpower you and objectify you as a woman. The entire damn movie. Well, and, okay. Before you take I, that any further, you being a middle-aged man, and I refuse to accept that term. Yeah. Do you talk to many... Tw- I'm assuming they're like 20? Yeah, in their 20s. Do you, do you talk to them often? Mm, no. Okay, so... Uh, <laughs> Your argument just went yeah. down the toilet right there. But, but go ahead. But no, no, no. It's inherent because we're guys. Mm. And every guy in this movie is a royal piece of crap. Are they literally? Or are they just because they say so? Because they say so. Oh, I mean, okay. no, in the movie, they are. Because they were written that way, you know, yeah. But it doesn't seem like there's any, you know. And there's I'm no listening. real, there's nothing realistic yeah. about it. And I'm like, it, they, it became this whole, it didn't know whether it wanted to be a slasher film or a supernatural cult film because they threw, like, this, like, whole, you know, like, skull and bones secret society thing into this oh, movie. Oh, God. And then went, like, supernatural with it. I'm like, what the... What? Dude, the original movie is a guy calling from the attic and then killing motherfuckers. I'm good with that. Yeah, I, I'm totally fine with that. Why do we gotta make this a woke thing? Because they're catering to the ADD generation. And so, yeah, I'm like, nah, dude. Now, there are movies that pull off this premise and pull it off well. You know, your rape revenge films. Not that I like that particular genre, because that being a sensible male... Well, we've gone through this a million times, dude. bothers the balls off of me. Now, but there's films like Revenge and um, the remake of... Uh, even even the, the, speaking of a decent remake, Last House on the Left. I thought that was a decent... That was a good remake. I didn't... I didn't see it. I don't want to see it. Yeah. but After okay. I saw the first one, I was oh. like, nope. Yeah, no, that's, no. that's one where you gotta yeah, you gotta take a shower after that movie. That, that you need to take a bottle. shower with a wire brush and a bottle of vodka. That is an unpleasant fucking experience. <laughs> yes. But so I'm not against you know, and I'm women empowerment. I I'm married 
and I have two daughters. I want them to be able to handle themselves. So yeah, I don't have a problem with the quote-unquote message. I have a problem with the message being taken and then used in a title grab film because that's all it was. There was no semblance of, or resemblance rather, from either Black Christmases. None. No, it was, it was, it was a title and cash grab only. Yep. And then it was a, I think it was a PG-13 Blumhouse. Which, once again, don't have a problem with PG-13 horror movies. If you could pull it off, you could pull it off. Happy Death Day was a fun movie. But when you're trying to take a truly disturbing film, strip it of its disturbing... Yeah, it was PG-13. Okay, I wanted to make sure. You're going to strip it of what truly made it terrifying in order to put a bunch of empowerment stuff in there for 14-year-old you know, kids to tweet about. Well, that's brain dead. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's brain dead. That's what that is. Yeah. So for all those reasons, that is my number one. Um, you know what? I, I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Because the original Black Christmas, that's a classic. Mm-hmm. We've been through, I don't remember, did we go through, I know we went through Black Christmas on, at the Christmas party. Yeah. That's a classic. Mm-hmm. The, the Katie Cassidy one. Is it good? No. No. Is it horrible? No. Could I probably watch it again if I felt like, if I wanted to watch a Christmas killer movie? Yeah, I'd totally watch it again. Right. It was entertaining. Mm-hmm. The people that were in it were likable. Right. Dude, I saw the trailer for That Black Christmas, and it was another one of those situations where the wife and I looked at each other and were like, What? Is this? <laughs> yeah. And I kid you not, like two days later, my brother sent me a text message that said, I just saw the new Black Christmas. Don't watch this. <laughs> yeah. And my you know you know what I mean? Like my brother is way more open minded and tolerant than me. He was yeah. like, Do not watch this. This is a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my god, I I'm not going to fucking watch that. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, as far as the whole message as to whatever that is, you know, whatever, I don't give a shit, it's fucking jerk-off shit. Dude, what everybody seems to forget is that that psycho that's going around killing girls... Mm-hmm. 
all of us normal guys, we don't like that guy either. Right. Right. We want to fucking kill that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he so, doesn't speak for us. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, and what you know, what were they doing? Fucking raging against the patriarchy or some fucking bullshit? Is that what was going on? No. Well, what was happening was evidently, and I'm going through memory for a film that I'm trying to forget. Um, they're, <laughs> I mean, bottoms up, brother. <laughs> they're going around like date raping girls stuff like that and they feel entitled to have who they want okay well that's disgusting yeah absolutely it is and then because the founder of the school was a giant you know pig you know shithead whatever and leader of this secret society or cult oh god alright just stop yeah, this you're reaching. This is this is reaching and there's deliberate. nine ways of reaching. Nine yeah, it's yeah. stupid. Did you but, have? But, okay, but wait a minute. Is uh, just out of curiosity because I'm I didn't watch it and I am never going to. The guy that was going around, it was it one killer. Was no, it one? no. Evidently, it was like everybody is implicit in this. But one of the main D-bags is uh, Carrie Elwes, who's like this professor at the school. Good casting there. He is a bit of a creep. Yeah. <laughs> so. But no, it wasn't a killer. It was a... Some working in It was a bunch of serial gang rapists? Is that... Is, uh, this is retarded. Yeah. You better put a fucking NC-17 <laughs> fucking rating on this. They're going to come after me with pitchforks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't... I don't... Yeah, I don't get it, dude. Like, I watch these movies, mm-hmm. and, and, like, when shit like that happens, and, like, even... We, we've had this conversation multiple times, and you actually posted something when you were posting, uh, asking for feedback about it movies that you felt differently about oh yeah mm-hmm. and I don't remember who it was was talking about uh, you know and we've gotten into it obviously about Clockwork Orange right yeah my biggest problem with Clockwork Orange and a lot of these a lot of things in these other movies mm-hmm I don't give a shit if you want to go out and mass murder thousands of fucking people. I don't care. Right. Because, for the most part, chances are most of them fucking deserved it anyway. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Come on, dude. Every, most people are fucking pieces of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people do scummy things. You murder that many people. You are bound to have gotten some fuckers that deserved it. Mm-hmm. However... When you start to get into that sexual deviance shit, yeah. I can't. Yeah. That is a level of disgusting that I can't wrap my head around. And, you know, all these fucking wokesters or whatever you want to fucking call these jackasses, the majority of us want to kill those people. 
Right. So, get your head out of your asses when you do these fucking things. Yeah, don't go putting that on Don't go uh, putting that on as us. As an allegory for us. Uh, you know. Uh-uh. I feel you on that one. So, what would be your number one? My number one, and again, this is because I don't watch a lot of remakes, and I'm not going to... I watched this because I just kind of had to, even though I didn't want to, and I boycotted it for a long fucking time. I have a a real big problem with Fright Night. Oh, okay. Okay. Now, uh, man, I have been seeing lately there we might be in the minority here with this one. Because that is What some people consider one of the upper tier remakes. Now, okay, so you're saying that we might be in the minority. So the minority is people who don't have their head lodged up their ass. That's what you're fucking telling me? <laughs> you are a fucking ignorant fucking moron if you think that this is a good movie. Wow. This is not a good movie even if the original Fright Night was not in existence. It's not good. <laughs> it is not good at all, dude. Am I saying that fucking Fright Night is, you know, like on par with The Thing or friggin' Karloff Frankenstein or anything? No, it's totally not. It is a, it is a silly 80s movie mm-hmm. that had to do with fucking vampires. And it had a, it had a vampire next door. And it had the fucking kid next door who didn't know what to do about the fucking vampire next door. And then it had some old washed up asshole who had to be the hero. That's everything that you want in a fucking story. This is going to be great. Is it fucking high tech or friggin... No, it's not. But it... It's... It's real and it's good. Right. No matter how silly it is. Mm-hmm. That fucking piece of shit captured none of that. None. Mm-hmm. It is in... Okay, you got a vampire next door. There's no fun. Was there? Do you remember any fun? No. I, it took itself too seriously. Yeah. Fright Night is a... It's a horror comedy. It's not really scary. All right. Now, first of all, um, it's a dung pile. Let me just get that <laughs> off. Let me get that off right off the bat. Okay, I wasn't... You know, you seem to be beating around the bush yeah. a little bit with this one, Andrew. It's a dung pile. <laughs> it is a completely charmless... Um, the original one, everyone is likable. Mm-hmm. 
Every character in that movie is likable. Even the villain right. is likable. He's a charming fucking asshole. Right. Even Ed, where you want to smack him and punch him. You know. He's an excellent character. But, but we've all had that friend that hangs out with you that you want to punch. Yeah. Yes. Constantly. <laughs> yes, we have. It's like, let me punch you. <laughs> but then you do something to make me want to hug you. <laughs> right. You just... Yeah. So, okay. So that's... Uh, all right. Um, who... Pl- uh, what's the guy's name? Colin... Colin Firth? Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell. Yeah. Okay. I don't have a problem with Karin... With Karin. <laughs> I don't have a problem... With Karen Farrell. Colin Farrell. <laughs> I really Farrell. don't. He doesn't bother me. Yeah. I can take him or leave him. He, you know, I've seen him in some things. He's, he, he, I, he doesn't bother me. Right. But to compare him in any way to Chris Sarandon's Jerry Dandridge right. is you put the pipe down. Okay? Stop sucking the glass dick. Put it down. <laughs> okay. It's not even... It's it's completely... Completely fucking different. You know? And then... You know, like you said, we had Evil Ed. You know, you're so cool, Bruce. There, <laughs> you know, we got him. He is terrible. Like you said, you want to choke the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. But you like him. And then... But how, icon- sw- how iconic is that line, though? I think that's the name of the documentary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're so cool, Bruce. There. <laughs> and who did we get instead? McLovin. Yeah. Yeah. Which, in context for the rest of the cast, I guess wasn't the worst decision. Right. But you are nothing. In comparison to that guy. Yeah. And then, okay, so we had, what? who did we have? Uh, we had Marcy from, right. Amanda, what was yeah. her name, Amanda Bierce? Yeah, Marcy from Mary Witcher. Okay, so we get substituted her for Imogene Poots, which I am just going to laugh at because I have no choice. Is a name that makes me laugh every time. Man, Elementary school must have been rough for her. Emma G. Poots. <laughs> okay. We are, we're in our mid-40s laughing at a fart joke. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, break out the whoopee cushion. <laughs> so, okay, and then Tony Collette plays the mom, which... She waste? goes to waste because oh, I really my, like Tony yep. Collette. Yeah. And um, who plays Ch- Charlie? Is uh, Anton Anton, Anton Yelchin. Anton Yelchin, who I also liked. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't exactly like his portrayal mm-hmm. because he was a little bit of a he was a little dickish. Mm-hmm. And in the original one, Charlie is the 
likable, over-imaginative fucking dork that lives next door to you. Yeah, and that was William Ragsdale. William Ragsdale, right. Herman's head. So, then, we have my, my favorite person on Earth playing the role of Peter Vincent. It's David Tennant. <laughs> oh yeah, you love him. <laughs> I loathe David fucking Tennant. I hate not, him. Not a big the second fan, huh? he shows up on the screen, I want to throw my fucking shoe at it. And then that lady from Mr. Mom is going to have to fucking come over to my house and pull the shoe out of the TV. <laughs> Dude, he's terrible. I don't understand what the hype is about him. I don't know why everybody thinks he's so great and he's so fucking charming. You're the sh- you are the bargain basement shit version of Griffin Dunn. There you go. I was waiting for it. That's it. <laughs> you are fucking D-list Griffin Dunn. You are completely unlikable. I don't understand why they fucking hired you. And the role that they fucking gave him is fucking terrible. He's like a fucking... He's Chris Angel douchified. <laughs> Which is saying by fun. like five times. <laughs> like, oh, my family was fucking killed by vampires. What fucking lame asshole came up with this friggin' basic remedial fucking story? It's like he's like he doesn't even play that role great. Like if. Oh, you fucking suck, dude. I'm telling you, every time I see David Tennant, I secretly wish that I could turn into a chimpanzee while David Tennant is visiting the zoo just so that I would have the opportunity to shit in my fucking hand and throw it at that motherfucker. (laughs) I fucking can't stand it. <laughs> fucking loser. I, oh. And then, then on top of it, did you hear the voice that he did for Scrooge McDuck? Bro, get the fuck out of here, you oh. dildo. Oh, man. Dude, you know who they should... And I'm going to say it again. You know... I think I might have said this to you before. But you know who they should have had play Peter Vincent? was William Ragsdale. Oh, that would have been cool. They should have had him play it. That would have been fun. You know what I mean? And Because I know they gave Chris Sarandon his little cameo, which I guess was nice, but he went to fucking waste. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was, dude, it was a shit fucking movie. It, you know... He's got fucking panic rooms in his house. And all he does is fucking like creep around the house and like look in the windows and look slightly confused. Get the fuck out of here. Lazy garbage script. Yeah, because wasn't he like, he wasn't even killing the girls. He was like keeping them as like feed bags, right? Yeah, they they were like fucking IV bags. It was, yeah, uh, that, dude, yeah, it was, that was, it was not, it was not good. It was not yeah, good. That, yeah. I would rather watch Fright Night 2 then ever watch this again. Like, Fright Night 2 is like a four-star movie in comparison to this. Oh, Fright Night 2 is at least fun. You had, like, Uncle Rico in there. 
as a... Yeah, it was yeah. at least fun, dude. And it's like, dude, fucking... Look at how how likable Roddy McDowell was. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. though he was a coward and a mess, you, you liked him. Yeah. You know, again, Poseidon Adventure also. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah, that's right. And then this... Fuck... Ugh. Fuck that movie. Waste of my time. <laughs> Diarrhea on a stick. <laughs> David. Wow. Okay. So. Ah. Oh, wow. All right. So here's our. <laughs> here Sorry. Is, here's our ten. <laughs> Going down just in the order they were given. We had. Number 10 was Psycho. Then we had House on Haunted Hill. Which, you know, given my reasons and given your reasons, I will definitely put House on Haunted Hill above Psycho in the shit list. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Alright, so we got Definitive 10, Definitive 9. Then we have the Stepford Wives. I am willing to drop Stepford Wives to nine and put House on Haunted Hill up to eight. Okay. You know what? Let me get... Hold on. Let me start writing this down. Okay. House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, this is our arbitration, folks. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna work this out. Okay, yeah. House on Haunted Hill, you have it what? Um, uh, I had it at nine until I put Stepford Wives, but I'm willing to move House on Haunted Hill at eight and Stepford Wives to nine. Okay, House is eight, Stepford nine, yep. Psycho ten. Right. Then okay. We ha- then we have Poseidon. Which Poseidon is Poseidon is bad. Do you think it's worse than House? No. Okay. So you don't think it's worse than House? No. House so, House on Haunted Hill is, is pretty terrible. Alright, so what we'll do then is we'll move Poseidon to 8. We'll move House to 7. Okay, House is going to go to 7. Poseidon is at 8. Okay. Then we had Nightmare on Elm Street. I'm going to let you... That movie, despite what you said, is pretty goddamn horrible. It is. So for right now, I will keep that at six and see if anything else is worse than that. Okay. Okay, The Hustle. The Hustle would be five. Are you willing to move The Hustle to six... And move Nightmare on Elm Street to five. Yes. Okay. Done. Then we have Poltergeist. Do we think Poltergeist is worse than the Nightmare on Elm Street remake? I, I'm going right. Go ahead. The, you, say, the, you go first. The only I'll... argument I'm making is there was nothing that I found redeemable in Poltergeist. Except Sam Rockwell. Except for Sam Rockwell. 
which arguably goes in the wasted category. Now, visually and not plot-wise, take take the plot out of your head mm-hmm. and take the other movies out of your head. Mm-hmm. Which movie, maybe the way it's even maybe the way it's filmed is harder for you to watch. Probably Nightmare. Probably Nightmare. Yeah. Okay. So let's okay. leave Nightmare where it is and Poltergeist is now what? If it's harder for me to watch then Oh no, so then, when then the Elm Street is four. Yeah, and Poltergeist, Poltergeist is, five. is five, Elm Street is four. Okay. Okay. See, yeah, things are changing here. All right, now we got Conan. Conan versus Poltergeist. Well, you saw Conan, right? I saw Conan. I think Poltergeist is worse than Conan. I'm going to... I'm going to go with you because I feel like my issues with Conan are more personal than anything else. Okay, fair. Okay, right. so, so, Conan so Poltergeist is, is, four. is four? Yeah, and Conan is five. Wait. Conan, five. Wait. Oh, no, wait a minute. Wait, Elm wait, Street wait. is four. Elm Street is four. I'm sorry, wait, okay, wait. So... Elm Street is... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Public Eyes is five. Elm Street is four. So, it'd be between Elm Street and Conan. I think Elm Street is worse. I think Elm Street is worse, too. Okay, that's easy. So, So, Elm Street is what now? Elm Street is... Elm Street is three... And Conan is Conan four. is four. Okay. Okay. So now we've got Elm Street versus Bright Night. Mm, I. Mm, this is where the rubber meets the road. Yeah. Because damn. Um, All right. Well, what else are we? What else are we missing between Elm Street and? Well, we're at. We've got uh, three, two, one now. So All right. Got, so what? What are our uh, options? What? Where are we with three, two, one? We are Elm Street, Fright Night, and Black Christmas. Okay. I did not see Black Christmas. Mm-hmm. So. Nor do you ever want. No, I to. I re- absolutely refuse. So there's something to be said for that. That you don't ever want to. Where you? Then I say Black Christmas goes to one. Black Christmas goes to one. Ding I ding. say Black Christmas goes to one. Okay, and then. So the real. One is between Elm Street and Fright Night. For the fact that Fright Night... See, I love Fright Night. 
The remake of Fright Night? No, no, no. The original... Okay. Yeah, the, I love the, Fright Night. Right, because I, I didn't put in my two-cent argument for Fright Night because I wanted to see how this was going to play out. I and you knew that, and you knew that I was going to go off on a psychotic tangent. Oh yeah, and I, you know what, dude? I'm Pontius Pilate right now. I'm washing my hands. With this he shit. was just hanging the carrot out. <laughs> okay, now with all my problems with Elm Street, the heart behind the original Fright Night, I think the people that created it had love for it. I have admitted nostalgic memories. I saw it in the movie theater. I, and, but I think the message of the movie too. You're looking at Peter Vincent, a washed-up horror film actor, become D-list horror host in this, you know, cheesy, you know, no, no ratings area. Right. Because he, he still loves... Yeah, he's doing it for a paycheck, but he loves the movies. And his whole gripe is... People don't want these movies anymore. People don't want monsters and ghouls and ghosts and vampires. They want, you know, hockey mask killers hacking up young virgins. Right. It was a message about what was going on in horror at that time. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And that was, like, the theme for that movie. And the practical effects, as cheesy as they were, were awesome. Yes, they were. You know, Jerry Dandridge and, uh, what's his name? The Ghoul. That Was it Jimmy the Ghoul? Or I think so. Dude, when man. Jerry Dandridge vamps out, that shit is crazy. Yep. And, dude, Amanda Bierce's vampire makeup. Agreed. That made the poster of that movie. That is an iconic poster to the yes, day. Is. Not like the, you know, Photoshop bullshit that they're putting on the new boxes. Right. So I think Peter Vincent, Vampire Killer, is much better than Peter Vincent, Chris Angel Wannabe. And for that, I take extra offense with the Fright Night remake. So that's my argument why that should be number two over Nightmare. I, I'm not going to argue with that. Boom. Here we go. All right. So, all right. So, here we go. I think we got this list figured out. I think we got our rankings going on. Let me know if there's anything that we got to pull another audible on. But, we got number 10, Psycho. Number 9, Stepford Wives. Number 8, House on Horner Hill. Number seven, Poseidon. Number six, The Hustle. Number five, Conan. Number four, Poltergeist. Number three, Elm Street. Number two, Fright Night. And the number one turd, Black Christmas. From the horror movie Puppy Mill that is The Rum House. <laughs> I tell you what, dude, I came to a conclusion that Blumhouse is the 2000s horror equivalent of, like, Canon Pictures. 
You didn't come up with that. I came up with that. Did you say it? I sent you the meme. Wait, <laughs> it you? was it was Blumhouse is the the 2020 equivalent of uh, Canon Films. Prove oh. me wrong. Oh, was that like a? I sent you that. That was one of those like Crowder memes. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that it that it gnawed into my head like an one of those earwig things from. Star Trek Part 2, Wrath of Khan. Wrath of Khan. There. Or, Beastmaster, where they put that little fucking neon green friggin' inchworm thing in that oh, guy's yeah. ear. Oh, and he became, like, one of the members of uh, Demolition? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, dude, if they remake that one, we riot. As long as we have masks on, we're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll pull a January sixth on your ass if yeah. you try. Oh well, dude, if we're gonna if we're gonna riot, then we we should just put on that garb with the black the demolition mask dude, and just have at it. Yep. <laughs> Actually, if we're gonna if we're gonna riot in retaliation to a Beastmaster remake. That I'm full on going with the fucking the demolition mask with the antlers on it. I'm going. Oh. I'm going full in. <laughs> yes. Oh shit, that is funny. Now, okay, before we move on from this, yeah, I, I want to tell you that your explanation about why Fright Night mm-hmm. should be at number two. Mm-hmm. Was a beautiful thing. Oh, thank you. I I, I really like as <laughs> it was a very <clears throat> it was a stark comparison to my. <laughs> I want to throw poop. At... <laughs> okay, this is why we are a good cop bad cop. <laughs> because I compare it to the love of horror, and Andrew wants to throw shit at David Tennant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get a shirt that says Team Griffin on it. That's that's what I'm gonna get. You are an unlikable Griffin Dunn. <laughs> Team Griffin. And I wanna throw monkey shit at you. <laughs> it's not even that I wanna throw monkey shit at you. I wanna turn in I, I am to willing to devolve into a monkey. <laughs> In order to shit my hand and throw it at you. <laughs> I would throw my own shit at you. This is the length I'm willing to go to. <laughs> <laughs> because you sucked in Jessica Jones. Uh, Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I'm, 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 let's not go there. I don't, let's, uh... Uh, let's not go there. Let's move. Let's move on to the to to horrible mentions. Horrible mentions. Let's do horrible mentions. Oh, okay. Uh, this one. Okay, I've got one, man. Wow. Okay. This is one that is a bad remake for the wrong reasons because. 
I see where a good movie is there. But there's just so many things I can't get around. Okay, what's that? Okay. The Karate Kid remake. Okay. Now, before we go into this, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let everybody know that our original plan mm-hmm. for this episode was that we were going to do the Karate Kid franchise. Right. That we were going to strike hard, strike first, while the Cobra Kai iron was hot. Yeah. And then you informed me that everybody and their fucking grandmother yeah. was doing Cobra Kai. Right. So it's like, all right, maybe we'll save that for a later date. Mm-hmm. But even if we were going to do the Karate Kid franchise, we were not going to include the Karate Kid remake. No. So... Have at it. No, we were doing the Mr. Miyagi franchise. Right, which might still happen. Which might, just not this time. This is this is out of that. This does is not included. Right. Okay. So we've got Jaden Smith, um, and as the Larusso type character. And you have Jackie Chan as the mentor. Yeah, was there anybody else in this movie? No. Oh, okay. Now, in this film, I forgot his name. And I'm going to look it up because I would need to know the other names too. Because this is a problem that I have with this movie. Now, on its face, like I said, the film isn't bad. Until you look at it and go, hmm, what? Okay, so, no, not this one. Come on. There it is. Okay. I think his name was like Trey or something. Oh, Dre. Okay. So, Dre Parker moves with his mom to, like, Hong Kong. Or something. Okay? Okay. Yep. So. Yeah, she moves. I could, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hmm. You know what that is? What's that? That's me smelling the problem a mile away. Okay. <laughs> because you, like I, am not a dummy. Right. And you, like I... I, I may not be a martial artist, but I grew up in the 80s. In the heyday. In the heyday of, like, the martial arts movie boom. And I know that in China, they do not practice karate. They practice kung fu. <gasps> Imagine that. <laughs> you are correct, sir. Right. So, they practice Kung Fu, which means the Karate Kid is either really 
ignorant, or is a matter of, eh, they'll look like anyway. I mean, to, to be honest with you, why are you calling this the Karate Kid and not, you know, Young Kung Fu Master or something else? The Kung Fu Kid. Kung Fu Kid, even. Okay. Then, yes, that gets that, that is a, dude, that is um, a valid point and that is a, that is a, a hardcore separation because Kung Fu and Karate are completely fucking different. Yeah, I mean, that's... Karate. That is... uh, That is my main issue with the movie. Now, they take the film and if if the original Karate Kid was never made, this would have been a, a good movie. Still, if it wasn't called the Karate Kid, though. Right. Because I still would have been like, he's not learning karate, he's kung fu. Matter of fact, in the movie themselves, the mother, I think, says something like, oh, you're learning karate? And she's like, mom, it's not karate, it's kung fu. You know this is a problem, yet you kept the title. So they were self-aware of their fucking stupidity. Yes. Yes. So there's your credulity right there. You've, you've, you've lost me. Uh, Jackie Chan. And I don't, dude. I didn't see it, but I vaguely remember the the trailers. Like, wasn't didn't Jackie Chan like look like he was dressed up like fucking Raiden? Um. Well, I don't. I don't remember. I mean, I could be wrong. Don't listen to me. Yeah. No, he kind of had like a. I don't know. But what they did differently was it wasn't a, like, uh, wax on, wax off, or, you know, sand the floor, or paint the fence, or that. But he taught them, like, because was uh, Jerry was in a habit of going into a house and dropping his coat on the ground. And he'd be like, pick up your coat. So you... Pick up a coat. Put on your coat. And, you know, the motion of putting on your coat. Take off your coat. You know, it swings his So, those were the blocks now. So, it's put on your coat. Take off your coat. Stuff like that. Yeah. So, it was like... Oh, this just magically kind of happened like some kismet or something. Um... Yeah. Do you know what that reminds me of? Do you remember Dennis Leary, No Cure for Cancer? Yeah. And when he's talking, <laughs> when he's talking about the stairmaster, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Are we all fucking? Are we all gerbils now?" Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "What's next? The doormaster? I open the door and close the door. The chairmaster? <laughs> I get up from the chair and sit out of the chair." <laughs> That's that is essential. I pick I. Pick up the coat? Yeah. Come on, dude. You're fucking grasping. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and... Other than that, it kind of went beat for beat with the original Karate Kid. But, yeah, I... mm. Now, this is one of those movies that... 
getting a little ahead of, ahead of myself. This is one of those movies that I'll I will put on the fuck no I'm not doing that list. Okay. Um, dude, I really like Jackie Chan. Yeah, I really do. When I see him, I kind of want to give him a hug. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking Rush Hour and Rumble in the Bronx and. Uh, What's that fucking other one? Shanghai Nights. The one where he was uh, in the Old West. Shanghai Nights. Yeah. Shanghai Noon or one of the Right, 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 right. right. With your buddy Owen Wilson. Yeah, exactly. It looks like a rat was chewing on his nose. And, uh... Uh, what was the other? Drunken Master? Oh, yeah. Jackie Shit, dude, he's he's awesome. His stunts are fantastic. He's great. Yep. Mr. Miyagi. Was he Mr. Miyagi? Was that his name? No. No, because he's no. Chinese, not Japanese, which is well, great. Yeah. Now he, I know, but the rest of it doesn't make sense, so why would that? Yeah, he was Mr. Han. Okay. And he had lost his wife and kid in a car wreck. Not... Because I think the other one was during, like, an, uh, the attack on... On, I think it was uh, fucking Hiroshima, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. Dude. Pat Morita was a... That was a special fucking guy, man. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we know him because he's friggin' Arnold. Yep. <laughs> and he was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But... You know, he and he would pop up like I see him pop up on things, and I'm just like, oh Jesus Christ! I would have never known that, never even would have thought it. Mm-hmm. But the masses, other than Mr. Miyagi, I mean, other than Arnold, yeah. Pat Morita is Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, and no, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, like that guy is an iconic figure. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, we all remember wax on, wax off, fucking paint the fence, sand the, sand the floor. But would you have remembered all of that if it wasn't for Pat Morita? No, because when you say it, you think it in his voice. Yep. Yep. Because no Which one... he put he put on for that movie. Right. It's not like he sounds like that. No. No, because you don't think sand the floor. You think... Send the floor! Send the floor! Send the floor! (laughs) Dude, left side, okay. Right side, okay. Middle, just like grape. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And again, I love Jackie Chan, but you're not... No. 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 Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, that's my horrible mention. That's your horrible mention. Well, then I'm gonna do the. I'm gonna be the douche, and I'm gonna do the obvious horrible mention. Is Rob Zombie Halloween too? Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. That movie sucks. Yeah, I am not. Not a fan. I can defend Halloween one. Yes. And especially the theatrical cut of Halloween 1, which I really liked when I saw it in the theater. 
and then they went with the director's cut that had the whole redneck redneck rape escape scene as opposed to Michael being a, a badass and just busting out of chains and yep. jacking up motherfuckers yeah yeah I gotta agree with you the Halloween 2 I I didn't get what they were doing no, not at I, all. I, they made him like Jason Voorhees being like a, a mama's boy. And the whole white horse thing and everything. Oh, and, that was the worst. Yep. I remember what... And dude, I saw that in the... Did I see that one in the movie theater? No. No, actually, I think I... I think I actually paid for that DVD. Although that's probably cheaper than movie tickets. Yeah. And I remember we were watching it, and I when we got to that scene, I was like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I. <laughs> we <laughs> we have a theory about Halloween too. Oh yeah, we do. <laughs> Go ahead. We do. We basically have a theory that Rob Zombie didn't want to do the movie. And he said, you know what? I'm going to dare these sons of bitches to ask me to make a third one. So I'm going to make a film so bad, they don't want to come back to me. I found that that our theory was half correct. Because I met somebody and became friends with someone that was uh, worked on production. On Halloween 2. Um, I got involved with a film festival in Atlanta, Georgia. Where they film everything now horror related. If it's not in Toronto, it's in Atlanta. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on down there. He works on The Walking Dead. He works on the Creepshow series now. And he worked on Halloween 2. And I had an opportunity to talk to him and interview him for um, Hump Podcast a couple, about a year, year and a half ago. And I said, you worked on Halloween? He's like, yeah. I said, well, here's our theory that my friend and I came up with. And I told him, and he goes, let me sit down and talk to you and let you know what happened. I said, okay. He goes... Rob Zombie was so screwed over by the Weinsteins. They told Shocking. him... They, yeah, he's not the only one getting screwed by the yeah. Weinsteins. But they said that they would give him so much for the budget, then when he got ready to shoot, they, like, cut it in half. And said, nope, we can only give you this much for the movie. So Rob said, oh, yeah? So he purposefully ran up the budget on them. If walls were painted white, he wanted them repainted red. If a couch was supposed to be this style, no, go out and get me another couch. They filmed shit that they never even intended on putting in that movie. Just to stick it to the Weinsteins. Well, if that is in fact the case, I have no problem with that. Because I do think, based on the first one, 
that he probably could have made that second one way better than it was. Yeah, because they had like the big party scene or whatever. Because there was so much that was shot that they never put in that movie. Yeah, I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. You know, I don't know. Rob Zombie's he's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. That's the, uh, and I know we always end up here, but uh, House of a Thousand Corpses versus The Devil's Rejects. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. no matter what anybody says, The Devil's Rejects is a far better movie. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, so we're not going to dwell on that. Do you have a any more horrible mentions, or do you want to move on to the, the just-go-fuck-yourself list? Okay. I am... I'm going to put this in almost for the same reason of Karate Kid. Okay. But I'm going to say that this film, on its own, I really like if they made two tweaks to it. Okay, Okay, go ahead. The Child's Play remake. I have or yet to quote see that, but I am curious about it. Now, had they taken the movie, named the doll Buddy, because it's an iBuddy doll. Right. Okay, where the other one was a good guy doll. Okay, iBuddy. Because now the doll links up with your house and is like a Bluetooth thing. You know, an interact. Okay. Name name the doll buddy. He's an eye buddy. Name the movie something else. And just change the kid's name from Andy. You've got a great new killer doll movie. But no. That's not good enough for you. You've got to go and we well we own the rights to... The name Charles Play, but we don't own the rights to the name Chucky. Uh, Mancini still owns that one. So we'll take Charles Play, where everything he does now has to be called Of Chucky. That's and, fucking stupid. And it's like, what? And it wouldn't be as bad if. The Chucky franchise was dead. But it isn't dead. He had two great movies come out within the last five years. Both Cult of Chucky and Curse of Chucky are good movies. Yeah, I, I enjoyed those. They're really good movies. They had Alex Vincent come back. And they had, uh, I forgot her real name, but... Emily Valentine. Emily Valentine (laughs) from 90210 come back. Exactly. You've got, you know, but no. And doesn't, uh, Jennifer Tilly makes an appearance. And Jennifer Tilly was in it. As long as Jennifer Tilly shows up, I'm good. Oh, uh, yeah, I agree with you. And he still wants to go ahead and do the series. The Chucky series but not the Child's Play series. So it's like a complete cluster. You know, they're going forward in the same way that Friday the 13th is not going forward. Yeah? 
because Friday the Thirteenth needs to get their shit together. Yeah. Oh, Christine Elise. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You're Emily Valentine. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah, you're Emily Valentine. You're selling euphoria or slipping exactly. euphoria to Brandon Walsh. You we fucking all polluted know. Brandon Walsh. We know. On a very special 90210. For real. <laughs> oh, man. Luke Perry, that's fucked up. Yeah, dude. Dude, that was like out of nowhere. Yeah, dude. That sucked, man. He was fucking cool, that dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he, he was, was friggin' Pike. Yeah. Yeah, he was Pike. He was like active. He was like Archie's dad in Riverdale. Yes, he was. Oh, man. Horrible. Horrible, horrible. I made it through the I made it through the first season of that show and then like two episodes of the second season and I was like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah, it was getting a little Yeah, I do anything that's on the CW, I, I like I literally deleted the CW app out of my TV. Once Supernatural <laughs> was finished, I was like, I got no use for this. Yep. 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 I gotta agree there. So, all right. Uh, do we have anything else to add to the agenda? I mean, to the to the horrible mentions. No, I don't have any. I mean, I've I've got some of the ultimate go, the, of the the go fuck yourself list. Okay, yeah, because we won't get into detail on these because we haven't seen them because exactly. we're saying just not gonna watch them. Yep. Um, um and. Like I said, that Black Christmas, that was on my Go Fuck Yourself list. Well, I've got one that people rave about, and I gave it a shot, fell asleep within 10 minutes, and just never went back and really don't have a desire to. What's that? Uh, Suspiria. I just had no desire to go back to it. Oh, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot fucking ball. I was like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I went, fell asleep on the couch. I mean, it has glowy, uh, glowy Grace Moretz in it, which is enough to keep me involved in a movie for, for a while. But I mean, she died really early in it. So there was nothing left to keep me involved. So, no. Nah. I've got no pro. I've got no issue saying go after yourself with it. Um. Yeah, I w- I wouldn't touch that. I didn't even consider it. I was like, what? No. Yeah. It seemed like the everything that you love about the old one. Let's do the complete opposite and see if you love this one too. It's like, yeah. No. Opposites don't attract in this case, buddy. I'm going to go with what is probably, what might be my ultimate go fuck yourself. Yeah. The Magnificent Seven. Okay. I, w- I will not, and <coughs> that's sacred ground to me. I understand. The only redeeming feature of what I saw from that would be Denzel. Yeah. You know, 
I, I mean, I think Ethan Hawke is in there, and mm-hmm. but no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. I don't give a shit if you take that entire fucking cast and jack them up with radioactive awesome sauce. <laughs> you are not <coughs> even going to touch the cast of that fucking original movie. Right. Just stop. Yeah. Just stop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. I haven't watched it. No, no I, won't, I won't watch that. And I'm and I'm going on the road. Is that I? I dude, I really like Denzel, man. Yeah. Like he, re, him and the Equalizer. Shit, dude, he was great. Oh yeah. Yeah. And that's a remake in itself that I grew up with. I used to watch that with my grandfather. Right. You hear they made another remake of that? Just uh, sh- uh. <laughs> stop that. What you? You're not liking Queen Latifah as the Equalizer? Dude, look, I like Queen Latifah. Yep. Just stop that bullshit. Yep. Stop that crap. Uh, wow. Yeah. I do not believe for one second that Queen Latifah... Queen Latifah in... What is she? She's got to be in her late 50s, no? Close to it. What, that she's out there fucking... Beaten up like a room full of Russian gangsters. Like, just stop. Dude, she was making hit records when we were in middle school. Yeah. Yeah. She was in House Party 2. Yeah. Yep. You know? And again, I do, dude, I do like her. Mm-hmm. Instinct beats me to another flow. flow. Every time I hear a brother call a girl a bitch or a hoe. Trying to make a sister feel low. You know all of that got to go. Now everybody knows there's exceptions to this rule. I don't be getting mad when we playing this cool. But don't you be calling me out my name. I bring crap to those who disrespect me like a dame. That's why I'm talking. One day I was walking down the block. I had my cut off shorts on right because it was crazy. I walked past these dudes when they passed me. One of them felt my booty. He was nasty. I turned around red. Somebody was catching the rat. Then the little one said, hear me, bitch. And laughed. Since he was with his boys, he tried to break fly. I punched him dead in his eyes. said, you calling me, bitch? You know, I, dude, I like her, but I, I just don't buy her in yeah. that role. Yeah. However, and I know this is going to make me sound like a little bit of an asshole, but if you wanted to put a slightly older person in that movie, if it was Angela Bassett, I would have believed it. Yeah. She, Angela looks like she could kick some ass. Dude, she's in uh, the 911 show on Fox as a, I think she's a sergeant or something like that, police sergeant. Uh, and yeah, dude, she, she does dude, good. We went, dude. Through, I, we went through this on one episode we were talking about. I think it might have been the last episode. Mm-hmm. Her and Blair Underwood might be vampires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. 
You know, that's dude. I I don't know it sounds stupid. I dude, I like her. I always have. Oh yeah. But it's just like if you <laughs> if you got to get somebody up in here to kick somebody's ass, you need to, you need to go get Angela Bassett. Yeah, I agree. Did I you? Agree. Oh, do you remember that movie Strange Days? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And what she was like the bodyguard and like beating the shit out of people. Mm-hmm. Dude, I, bro, that was like watching a GI Joe hero. Yep. Kicking the shit out of people. I was like, this, I'm mad. I am loving this. Yeah. Yeah, that movie was crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, so yeah, Magnificent Seven is a, that's a, that's a go fuck yourself. Yeah, I feel you on that one. And, and I like uh, Chris Pratt as well. But it, not enough to make me go and see that. Yeah, no, he doesn't, you know, I thought he was entertaining as, uh, what the fuck was he in? Oh, Star Lord. Yeah. Even though that second one was. Oh yeah, no, they they tried way too hard in that one. Yeah, I and I, I liked. I thought he was cool in the first one. Yeah. It was, All and right. So what else sad, you got? Because I definitely got a couple on the on the. Uh... All right. Um. Well, we're going out with classics, dude. Red Dawn. Uh, that's on my list. Yeah, no. Wouldn't even touch it. Nope. No, thank you. I have no... Who's I, even in that? I, I was going to say, I don't even know who's in that. I, I didn't care enough to even look. I, oh, you know who I think it might be? I think it might be one of those Helmsworths. Oh, right. Was it Christopher Helmsworth? Chris Helmsworth. Yeah, okay, Thor. Isn't it? Yeah, no. Chris Helmsworth and oh my God, Josh Peck is in that. Hmm. Josh Peck, Adrian uh, Palicki. I don't know any of these other fucking people. Oh, I know Jeffrey Dean Morgan. No. Oh, does he play the Powers Booth role? Hmm. All right. Right, see, that's good casting. Yeah, that. Yeah. That's good casting. Yeah, the rest of it, fuck off. Yeah. You, do, do you that cast and that movie? Not to mention, who are you getting to fucking to fill in that Harry Dean Stanton role? Right. You you can't. Yeah. You know, like that whole cast was good, and I, dude, I will go out on a limb here, dude. But the older I get, the more I like Patrick Swayze. Yeah. He he didn't get anywhere nearly as much credit as he deserved. Well, he's like the wind, dude. He is like the wind. And you and dude, you know what he told me one day? That nobody puts baby mm-hmm. in the car. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And I kept looking at him, and I was like, bro, I'm like, I don't know who the fuck Baby is. <laughs> Dude, that is funny. On IMDb for Red Dawn, the picture they have for Adrian Palicki is the exact same picture they have for somebody else. <laughs> well done. Yeah, good job there. Well... Um, but yeah, I know it came up briefly earlier. Uh, Point Break. 
Yeah. Never. Wouldn't touch it, right? No. Nope. And you know what? I think there's actually somebody in Point Break that might be almost credible. Frank Gorilla was in it. Let me, take, let me take a look. I don't 100% dislike him. Point Frank. Point Frank. What am I saying? Oh, Delroy Lindo. He's always good. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, I find like this is a whole lot of I don't give a shit. Yeah. Look at the guy who's playing Johnny Utah. Fuck you. You ain't Johnny Utah. <laughs> Special Agent Johnny Utah. Okay, yeah. Point Break is is that's that's definitely a no. Uh, Red Dawn is a no. Magnificent Seven is a no. Total Recall. Where's your where you where you calling? I've seen Total Recall. And I have seen it. Oh man. Uh, had the original Arnold movie not been a thing, I could have understand it being decent. Um, I think it is supposed to be more faithful to the, I think it was Robert Heinlein that did that one, wrote the book. Oh, I'm not sure. I might be wrong, but I think it was Heinlein. Dude, I just, I, I just couldn't. I don't think it was Philip Dick. Did we, dude? I feel like we might have seen Total Recall together. Oh, the original? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Okay, so now let me ask you your, <laughs> why did you see it? Um. Was it something that you were curious about, or you were just did you did it? Was it there in your queue, and you were just like, "Bad, fuck it." Yeah, I think it, I think it showed up in my queue up somewhere. Yeah, and it has its differences where it's not going to Mars. I think I I saw it once. Yeah, like I said, I didn't dislike Colin Farrell. And this is... No, I've told you, I don't... I have no feelings about Colin Farrell. I've seen things where I enjoyed him. If he's in it, I'm not going to hate him. He was in a movie with Al Pacino, I can't remember the name of it, that I actually thought he was pretty good at. Right. And this was... Let me see how far this was after... Okay, it was the same year he did that shit show that was <laughs> Fright Night. <laughs> but, yeah, I had. Brian, I think I'd seen. Brian Cranston is in it, and I always like Brian Cranston. I don't care what he shows up in, I like him. Um, I like Brian Cranston on his performance, but everybody like sucks his dick just to do it. Yeah, you need to deliver in the role. I'm not gonna like you just because. That's fair. Everybody says you're great, but yeah. then again, that is my 
general personality. So anyway, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't mind it. There were definitely changes, um, and I think they did have the the three boob woman in it, and I think in the context of what the changes they made in the movie. That was um, complete fan service, and that actually aggravated me. Because it was like, they're not on Mars, they're not Martians, they're not, why well, you got the three boob woman. But, it was alright. It was... Oh, weird piece of trivia. Yeah. Uh, there, in the original one, there is a... I don't know. I, it's probably close to the scene with the three boob woman, mm-hmm. but there's like a, a weird Martian child. Mm-hmm. She is a newscaster on Local Now, I oh. think. I'll get back to you. Oh yeah. After you post this, I'll put it in. I'll put it in the comments. Um, okay, so where are we at? Magnificent Seven, Point Break, Total Recall. Is, t- is Total Recall worth the hour and a half of my life, or just fuck it? I don't... You took too long to answer, no. that's fuck it. No, Because I, okay. I, I never went back to it. Okay. Um, here's a big one. Strap yourself in. Ghostbusters. I've seen it. Wow. You're yeah. a masochist. Yeah, yeah I am. Because it was shit. Complete. I... Complete and total. You could not, you could not pay me mm-hmm. to watch that movie. Yeah, I think it showed up on something. I think we were get, I think we were getting like HBO for free for a promotional thing back when we had satellite TV and. I record it just to... It was one of those, if I'm going to yell and rant about a movie, I want to see it first. That way I'm justified. Right. And yeah, I was justified. It was what bad. A, that it looked was, like it was a, bad. a fucking sack of shit. It was bad. And there was nothing in the movie itself, you know, like... PC, you know, women, that, there was nothing like that that bothered me. What bothered me is the promotion before the movie, they pretty much said, if you don't like this movie, it's because you're a guy and you're, you're, you're sexist. You know, they made their own enemy base right there. So I'm like, you know what, let me give the movie a fair shot. Watched it and said, you know, I don't like the movie because it's shit. <laughs> that is my reason. The comedy, Dude. you know, when we grew up in the 80s, it wasn't, especially Ghostbusters, was not slapstick, low-hanging fruit comedy. No, absolutely not. You know, it was... Through character development, everything now it's is, an oh, adult film. Yeah, I fall and I, you know, I fall on my face because people don't catch me. Uh, you know, or I fart or I do something gross. Or it's like, 
That wasn't the the bar. The bar was based on the dialogue and the wit and the combination of the characters. And it was just, you know, I thought it seemed promising when, like, because you had everyone made cameos in that movie. Dan Aykroyd was a cameo in it. Uh, Well, uh, I'd make a cameo, too, if you paid me enough. You know, Bill Murray, and Bill Murray hates remakes. The only reason he did Ghostbusters 2 was as a favor to Dan Aykroyd. Ernie Hudson made a cameo in it. I think at that point Harold Ramis had died, so he, he didn't. But... I really like Ernie Hudson. Yeah. He, he didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Dude, Ernie Hudson in The Crow is oh, fan-fucking-tastic. Yeah. 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 That's blood, but I think you should write it down as graffiti. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he deserves a lot better. Nah, I re- dude, I really like him. He's like a... Yeah. He is... Uh, what did I see him in recently? That There's a show with him and... Uh, Jane, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Oh, really? Yeah. The one that was on Netflix? Yeah, that's... It's, okay. You know. Yeah. I got mixed feelings about Jane Fonda, but she is a, she's a good actor. Right. But he plays, uh, for a little while, he plays Lily Tom, one of Lily Tomlin's boyfriends. Mm-hmm. And he, he's just such a fucking likable dude. Right. <sighs> so, okay, yeah, fuck Ghostbusters. Yep. Um, okay, I got one for you. Go ahead. Ben-Hur. Okay, moving on. Yeah, (laughs) I've got nothing. Why? I've got nothing for you. Why? Because i got nothing for you. i got nothing, I... No, 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 I'm not... Oh, why Ben-Hur? Because there's nothing to be had. Because you... Because... Ben Hur. It's Ben Hur. Yeah. Are you fucking psychotic? Yeah. Ben. Okay. Her. So. Yeah. Um, the Mummy. Yeah, that was another one. Yeah, wouldn't touch it. I I I don't see the point. Nope. Yeah. I was skeptical when they brought the Mummy back with uh Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That first one, mm-hmm. that was a, that was a fun time. Oh, that was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Cause you, I mean, I went in there honestly. I was expecting a horror movie, and I ended up with like this new like Indiana Jones type of, and I'm like, oh, after about yeah, twenty I, I minutes, I really enjoyed that movie. At, at first, I'm like, what the hell is this? After about twenty minutes. I threw my hands up and said, all right, I'm in. I'm in for the ride. Let's go. And, yeah. Yeah. The second one was tolerable after that. Dude, that CGI on the quote-unquote Scorpion King was... It was... I saw better stuff at home... On the Adventures of Hercules. 
dude, I actually saw something better when I took a piece of sh- I took a shit on a piece of translucent film, and then I put another piece of translucent film on it, and I swirled it around like I was thinking about doing a Rorschach test, and then I put it on one of those <laughs> projectors from high school, and then wiggled around like a fucking 60s oil wheel and I was good I got a couple wow. more here, and then we have one more thing to discuss, and then we should probably wrap this up. Wrap it, yeah. Uh, flatliners. Yeah, no. Didn't Never in a million years. Nope. Nope. No. Not that the original one w- was all that great, mm-hmm. but it was what it was. Yeah. And if you think any... Uh, I had very different feelings about him at a time, but if you think that anybody is going to replace brooding Kiefer Sutherland in oh, yeah. anything, yep. you're wrong. Yeah, and at that time, like you said, we loved the movies that Kiefer Sutherland was in, but we really disliked Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, it was it was a weird it was a love hate relationship yeah. with Kiefer Sutherland. It was like oh, at this point in time, I love Kiefer yeah, Sutherland. It's like Kiefer oh, Stand by Me, what a great movie, but it's got Kiefer Sutherland in it. The Lost and, Boys, what a great movie, Boys, but it's yeah. got Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then there's dude, there's that one movie that he did um with Sally Field. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Right? Is that that's the name of the movie, right? Where he's like the where he's like raping the daughter while she's and, on the phone. Yeah, and like bashing her head with the ice block. Dude, yeah, right? dude. No. Talk about a movie you want to take a shower after, dude. Oh, what yeah. a scumbag he was, dude. Like, yeah. that, bro, he's a good actor, that fucking guy, man. Dude, the only time I watched that movie, and I think I, I don't think I ever finished it. I was in Florida. With yep. someone I was in a relationship with, and we were hanging out with her mom, and we were like smoking doobies, and we had just got done watching Casino. <laughs> it was that time of of, of yeah. <laughs> we were listening to Sublime. Do this. We were listening to Sublime and smoking two joints in the morning. <laughs> do not try to a, to divert attention to what you just no. said. 
I'm putting it in context. We smoking doobies, bro. <laughs> And, must be yeah. some heavy doobies. And we just got done watching Casino, <laughs> which was a great film. Disturbing parts, but, you know, a great Scorsese film. Yeah, absolutely. And then we put on that. <laughs> and we just sat there. And after that day, I'm like, I got to go out. I'm like, I cannot. It was the most disturbing thing I had ever seen. Yep. Like, I TV need to go stand in front of a power washer full of gasoline. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, dude. And now, I dude, never went back to that movie. Back. Yep. Ah. Oh. Okay. So, but, yeah, right. he, he was a piece of crap, but he was good in that movie. Yeah, he's really yeah. good. He's really good. Yep. Um, okay. All right. We're, wrap, we're coming close. We're wrapping it up. Uh, the Craft. No. I, No. I, I can't. I dude, I would rather sodomize myself with a <laughs> turkey baster full of ball bearings and Ben Gay. <laughs> Ow. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I... yeah. Okay, whatever. Yeah, no, I... I... And I do And I'm not saying that the original craft is like this fantastic movie, but yeah. it is... It's fun. Yeah. All of the... The cast is great. That is a great, great group of actresses because I'm going to say it because I still use that word. Yeah. Oh. You know, because they are women and they are actresses. Honestly, dude, you know what? Let me tell you. If I was a freaking chick and I was in Hollywood right now mm -hmm. and someone called me an actor, I'd be like, no. Yeah. I am an actress. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, but did you hear... And I didn't see the movie. No, well, I give it the time of day. But Faroujia Balk actually makes a cameo in the movie. Oh, no. That's upsetting. Which really makes no sense because I think it is revealed that she is one of the girl's moms. But... She is still, still in, in the same side. Okay, so, so, so the only so way that, that that's happened. that oh, that's just bullshit. I'm not I'm not even going to justify it with any kind of logic, yeah. because in my head I know how this plot should have actually gone. We can discuss that at another time because we're running late. Yeah. But that's not it. Yeah. So I'll give you two more and then a, a quick fucking thing and then we'll get out of here. The Fog. Oh, yeah. I saw it once. Um, remembered really hating it, but I can't remember why. So you basically blocked it out because it's... Yeah. And... 
Yeah, Jim, not, not, not good. No. Okay. I got one more on my go fuck yourself list. And then uh, a quick question. Yep. Okay. So my last one is when a stranger calls. Okay. It seemed to me to completely miss the point. Okay, now. A stranger calls. The, the original A Stranger Calls had a fantastic opening 15-20 minutes. Then was kind of a lag for... Most of the movie. Uh, you are 100% correct. And then the end was great. Yes. The sequel, When a Stranger Calls Back... Is a fucking freak show. Yeah. And really good. It is... Dude, That I watched that movie one night when I came home back when we were having at it. Mm-hmm. Wasted out of my mind, and I sat down and I watched that movie, and I was so weirded out by it that I called my sister in Seattle at like two, two, three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yo, did you ever fucking see this fucking movie, dude? That is a weird movie. You can be watching that movie, sitting on the couch with the couch." Up against the wall and still looking behind you. Yeah. Chill. No phone. Yeah. Chill. Dude. That is a Dude. weird fucking movie. Yeah. Okay, now the remake. You took the first 15 minutes of the movie and stretched it into this hour and a half piece of crap. That was kind of like Halloween if he was only going after one person. So, uh, I'm taking your word for yeah, it because I was... Yeah. I Actually, to be honest with you, there is a chance that I might have watched it. And completely... Yeah, and it just had a breakdown and right. blocked it out. It was the same thing with Prom Night. Okay? Now, oh, I've, that's right. You, you didn't. Did you say something to me about this recently, or did you write something? I think I might. I think it might have come up in the horrible mentions originally. Oh, okay. Because prom night, I was thinking that automatically. Oh, prom night, the remake is horrible. And then, for a basis of comparison, I watched the original prom night and realized. I'm not a fan of that movie either. No, Prom Night, dude, Prom Night is not good, dude. That is a slow mover. It, dude, you got the beginning, which, okay, you have the one kid die, and then it's like an hour before another kill. And You then, know what that, dude, I'm going to give you an example. You know what, what that movie is? You took some Wendy's hot chili. And you rolled it 
in a giant bowl of like Metamucil. And then you wash that shit down. I don't know, maybe with a fucking cup of gin. <laughs> that is a slow burn out your asshole. That's, yeah. what, that, that's what that is. Right. And then it comes up. And. Yeah. It's like, what the? Okay, great. It's just like, this shit needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Oh, always happy to help. <laughs> Thank you. You draw, you draw amazing word pictures, Andrew. <laughs> that is Miss Shapiro's creative writing class. Is that? <laughs> Am I, is that is that who that was? Yeah. Were we in that class together? Um. Uh, or, or, I don't know. Maybe we were just like uh, that, all in that classroom at one point. Yeah. Uh, That's what that was. That was great. That was awesome. <laughs> wow. wow. Okay. Now, did you... Now, I brought up... Yeah, I brought up prom night. Did you say you had one more thing to... I don't have wrap any it more up? on the fuck you list. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure I could think of some mm-hmm. if I wanted to, but there was something that happened that I would like to discuss with you and then we can wrap this up because these poor people yeah they're gonna need a need to eat mushrooms before they fucking make it through this one (laughs) um this uh Glenn Danzig yeah he has oh Glenn yeah good good old Glenn he has released the trailer this I think it was this week yeah. Or maybe the end of last week. I don't remember. Yep. Uh, Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Now, you saw the, you saw the trailer, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, before, dear people, before we go into this, I will openly state that I am a, I am a big fan of, of Glenn Danzig's music. Right. I like his artwork. I like I like the shit that he puts out, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a fan of I am a fan of Glenn Danzig. Mm-hmm. Um I have seen the trailer for uh Veronica. And there was nothing about that that made me want to see it. Yeah. I will also say that uh, I have not heard his last album, The Danzig Covers Elvis. Mm-hmm. I have not heard it. But I did pick up his album before that, which is the... Uh, it's basically dance, uh, Skeletons, which is just it's just a cover album. Okay. Of odd songs um, that were important to Glenn. Now I can appreciate that. Hmm. I wasn't really into it. That's fun. Right. Um. For the record, 
I'm gonna say, and I just wanna I just wanna go through this before I say what I'm gonna <laughs> what I'm gonna say. Okay. The first four Danzig albums are literally like a gift from fucking God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Those are yeah. like those. That's just spectacular. Right. Now from five right. on. A lot of people have issues. I, however, do not. All right. So the I, first four, they are, I love them. They are not at that same level. Right. But I, I really like them. Right. So the so first, I'm always open to what goes on. The first four, we're talking about Danzig, Lucifuge, How the Gods Kill, and Danzig Four. Yes. And then How We Own Black Aria. Oh yeah, Black Aria. I, yeah, I was it. I completely forgot about that. Okay, now at that point, I kind of dropped off, but I'm completely driving with the first five with you. Right. Then, okay. Then, well, Black Aria, we got a friggin'. That's a hit or miss because technically, Black Acid Evil is Danzig Five. Yeah. Okay. Now, which okay, I'm fine with that. I dude, I the, love. Only I love thing. Love it. The only thing is. that kills me about that is it made the world aware of Mother. Where if anyone ever mentioned Danzig, they would all go Mother. Oh, are you talking about Thrall? Oh, Thrall, Demon Sweat Lodge. Thrall, Thrall is what did that. There you go. Because Mother ninety three yeah. fucking came. Yeah, because yes. like, oh, you like dancing, mother? Shut it's the like, fuck up, dude. Tart. Unless you're coming to me with, uh, you know, bringer of death or something like that. Shut up. Shut. Yeah, you know? shut up. Or, this or is, bodies or something. Yeah, we, dude, yeah. we will go off the rails. Yep. Stop. <laughs> yeah. We were just trying to give our dancing right. credibility. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> so what I'm saying. In no way do I want to bash Glenn because I, yeah. I really do like what he does. Mm-hmm. However, that Veronica, that was like eye cancer. I don't. Hmm. I feel like you and I are going to have to review that, but we're going to have to get hammered yeah. before we even get on the phone together. Yeah. So. I saw the trailer for this fucking vampire movie, and you've obviously seen it too. So I'm just asking you, what are your feelings about what you saw from this trailer? Uh, I... Hmm. Wow. Um, it seems like he might be taking himself less seriously than he did with Veronica. Meaning, I think he honestly wanted or thought he was doing a arty goth movie until people started laughing about it. 
Then he kind of pulled back and went, oh, yeah, it was meant to be a joke all along. Trying to do like a Tommy, what is his name, Tommy Waisu? You know, the, this is my horror version of The Room type of thing. Which is another movie I haven't seen because it's a bad movie that in retrospect is, he is in on the joke now and is... Pretending that he did it intentionally bad. So, no. I don't buy your bullshit. I'm not watching that movie. No, and just for the record, I am intentionally sniffing my own farts so that my brain would not hear what just happened right there. (laughs) Just saying. Okay. (laughs) This movie here seems like Glenn Danzig trying to do camp. That's what, like, you think he's kind of trying to be a joke, right? Yeah, I think... Okay, because that's how I feel, too. Yeah, like, you know how Adam Sandler did Uncut Gems? And he said, if he didn't win an Oscar, he is going to make intentionally the worst movie of his career. And then he came out with Hubie Halloween. Yeah, but I, I actually kind of liked Hubie Halloween. I liked Hubie Halloween, too. Because <laughs> it was basically Little Nicky, too? Right. So I think this is Glenn's attempt at doing camp to redeem himself for the crap that he put out with Verada. Okay. I, for the most part, actually, for like 95% of that, I agree with you. And that's what I was kind of hoping. I was, because there's a lot of ridiculous. Oh, a lot. In this trailer. Now, I'll tell you what I think. Okay, like the opening, it's like some, I don't know who it is, you know is riding up on a horse with some fake booby girl mm-hmm. topless on the horse next to him. Right. With her big fucking silicone fucking flappers fucking all over the place. Now, I'm hoping that that is supposed to be campy shit. Yeah. Because, again... I don't know anything. I'm a fucking idiot. (laughs) But I looked at that, and the first thing that I thought was, okay, well, that wouldn't have been the way that I went. I would have had, like, a kind of disheveled, big cleavage Raquel Welsh thing going on. Yeah. I don't need your big silicone fucking boobies in my... It just it just looks fucking silly. It's mm-hmm. stupid. Yeah. So I'm hoping that he's doing this to literally go over the top and be fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Now, the good... The, what I do like is that I like that Glenn is in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. His name is Bad Bathory. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, 
he has to like he can't be serious, right? <laughs> no. And it it actually looks like Glenn's got the sideburns going on a little bit. Mm-hmm. If you watch the trailer, yeah. I was just like, "Oh, dude, are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. You need to bring those things back." But then, <laughs> I mean, you got Julian Sands, who I didn't even—I knew he was in it, but you—he is unrecognizable. Yeah. And then, of course, you got Danny Trejo. Right. Who Do is... you know anybody else in that movie? No. Me neither. I think everyone else is like, you know, a whore from this movie or something like that, you know? I think he might have pulled one or two people from Veronica in it, but I don't know. So they're, you know, so there's a better than average chance that they've been in porn. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So, I have no idea what the fuck is going. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. My biggest issue, other than what I just told you, is that it, you know, this is supposed to be a spaghetti western. Mm-hmm. If that was the case, no matter how cheesy the story and how cheesy the outfits and fucking whatever it is what I wished he would have done was to have made the film look gritty yeah like a Tarant you know like a like a Tarantino mm-hmm. or a Sergio Leone right it look they look dingy and dirty and Glenn's shit is so polished it looks like a fucking TV movie mm-hmm like, I'm waiting for one of the Lander sisters to fucking show up. It's just like, what? Like, you're all supposed to be fucking filthy and asking for fucking cervezas. And it's just like, right. it's, ah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, am I imagining this? No, or like, no. It did look a little too clean. Right? It like it was shot on video. Like yeah. a TV movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's still time to run it through, you know, some filter or something, you know. Toby's smart enough yeah, to I do mean, that. There's way, there's way too many fucking who is in friggin' mm-hmm. Wild West gear, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, how many Strawberry Alices are going to show up in this fucking movie? Yep, yep. Yeah. So, I don't know. I guess... Uh, I guess time will tell. We will see. Uh, all right, Andrew, I think this is where we uh, bit of fun to do. And I think so. I'm tired of fucking talking to you. It's fucking like <laughs> three, in, three hours. And yeah. Good grief. And honestly, dude, I think we've been more on track this episode than we've ever been with the others. So there's not actually I would have to agree with you. You are yeah. probably right. There's not too much to uh take out of here. We we didn't go on Nia Peebles, Mario Van Peebles tangents. So Well, you know who's dude. fault that was. Oh I do. And I wanna <laughs> start off in thanking our buddy Keith from the Say It podcast for being a supporter. 
he is actually providing music for my other podcast, um, Hybrid Anime, with my son Killian. He's uh, providing. Oh, is us. he? Yeah, yeah. I hit oh, him up, awesome. and he's going to be providing us with a cool soundtrack. So, I appreciate that, brother. Um, Dub from the iHeart Geek Show. I want to thank you for your support and your tips, and you know, helping helping everything. You know, sounds a little better week after week. And Andrew, do you have anything going on? Um, yeah, actually, mm-hmm. I do. Uh, last episode, I let it be known I was releasing some fucking mix sets. Yeah. Um, I dropped, well, when did I drop it? I think, was it last week? I think it was last week. Maybe it was last Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It is Dark Entries Chapter 3. Uh, this actually, bro, you might actually like this one. Okay. Uh, it is not, I mean, there is a lot of electronic music in there, Yeah. but there is, it's a little more substantial than just a bunch of fucking beep, 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 right. fucking stupid ass shit. There is actually bands and musicianship in it. Um, it plays out a lot like a movie soundtrack. Oh, if you, cool. If you listen to it from beginning to end, it, it sounds like a movie soundtrack, which is always kind of what I kind of aim for mm-hmm. but yeah just uploaded it uh, Mixcloud Andrew Delamorte Facebook DJ ugh, DJ Andrew Delamorte oh cool it's there awesome yep and thank you you know uh, I can also be found weekly Dropping new episodes of Hot Podcast. You can find that at gangalley.com. That's our website. We've got a link to our YouTube videos that we're always putting stuff up for. Um, it's a bit more of the family fin- uh, friendly fair. We've got hot, <laughs> hot food challenges. It's family and- friendly because he's not talking to me. Right. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> is where I. Uh, I'm able to, you know, like I was saying, this is our my catharsis here. This is where my Mr. Hyde comes out while my Dr. Jekyll is over at Hot <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's Hot Podcast. We reduced it down to one H, so it's H-U-H Podcast, in order for you to find it easier. And... Dude, I think that's that is a wrap. That is going to be a wrap. But I got to ask you, how many episodes are you on? Uh, for podcast, eighty. Eighty episodes. We just did eighty this past week. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking impressive, man. You fucking yeah. Pat yourself on the back. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, man, that's good shit. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, good times, dude. It's always good to fucking talk to you. All right, brother. Man, I will see you later. Until next time, Mm -hmm. keep in touch with yourself. (laughs) Bye.
Thank you.